Listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. We talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, answer some great questions from our community members, and then say goodbye. So, how has the last what <laughs> month been for you? It's been about a month. It feels like forever. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like everything blurred for a while. Yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> So I have officially moved. I have spent about two weeks after that pretty much renovating a room and then figuring out how to fit all my stuff into that room (laughs) and then trying to somehow get caught up on anime in the middle of like everything else. So you're doing better than me. I I have not caught up. I'm working on it. (laughs) I, I seen that you got caught up on one of them, so you're. I got caught up on two, two shows. Oh, okay, Kuma Kuma Bear, Sippy Princess. You got caught up on. Oh yeah, no, three, three, three shows because I did, I did slimes, uh, Kuma Bear, and uh, Princess. So you are better than me. Well, technically you're better than me, but I've been doing something else on the side. So, but yeah, I got. Um, I'm just starting back on Sipping Princess. Uh, the you're gonna love. You're gonna the love everybody blaming. <laughs> you're gonna love the every God. the the day, the the part where they they blame the princess for everything. They're already doing that. Yeah, oh, you seen that episode? That was hilarious. No, no, I'm saying they're already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was going to text you the other day. I got caught up on the day I became a god, and I was going to let you know that it it gets key, like very key. You're not going to oh, be yeah? happy. <laughs> Character torture is coming, Chris. I don't know if you're ready for it. Uh, probably not, but uh, I, I, I could probably push through that one. Yeah. Enjoy it. And it came sooner than I thought it would, so I'm kind of curious what like, they're going to be doing. It's 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 drama type, not actually pain stuff, right? Oh, it's painful. Uh, it's 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 painful. Like not well, not really emotional like pain or or physical yeah. pain. Okay, yeah, emotional like I, said, I can key. handle. Like I said, a key. It's it's key right. stuff. <laughs> it's what I figured, but you, I mean, you were you were kind of teasing me in a way. Well, I was trying to be vague. Actually, is the is the term I was trying to be very vague. <laughs> but no, that 
Sleepy Princess. I was listening. I was half watching the because the only thing that I could find that was like dubbed on Funimation was um, the I forget the whole stupid name of it. The Romeo and Juliet one. It was like the only one that was dubbed, so I pretty much half watched that one while I was setting up my room. The it's the print the. Choosing the, a the future or something one. like that. Yeah, the really long title one with the Romeo yeah. and Juliet story, it, the witches and the and the soldiers. It, it did something pretty cool this recent episode that's technically been spoiled to us since the OP first showed up in that show, but it's a lot better than I thought it would be, but not like blowing me away. But like I said, I just threw that on because it was the only one that was dubbed that I could find. So. Yeah. I'm waiting on everything to get caught up, though. I I, I, I I guess we only have, like, what, two more weeks left <laughs> to get caught up on everything? Right. Plus, uh, plus I want to watch Great Pretender, because that's technically released this season, so I want to make that part of the reviews. So, I might... I might... I, I do really want to watch through that one. But, yeah, it's been it's been a pain in the butt to get, get caught up on everything, because, you know, it... Internet here is not the greatest <laughs> until I can get an alternate source here soon. Um, so my time to watch it really is only in the morning. So as long as I don't have like a project to take care of, I'll hopefully be able to get caught up. But we'll see. We'll see. And well, my I'm only time that you're getting ready. My only time to watch anything is at night. And I feel like I would be being mean to mom if I was to... <laughs> Well, that's a good thing, because it's like, it's like the reverse to me. I have to watch it in the morning, because the internet sucks, and you have to watch it in the evening, so we don't have to worry about our one user per, or one stream per account thing. There you go. Technically. So, that's that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> Plus, the two-hour difference kind of helps as well, so we got everything covered there. But yeah, it's uh, other than that, I, like I said, I do have a side project. I have been watching Dragon Ball Super with the other brother, so we are, oh. we are tackling that right now. Um, I'm got, Am I'm I going to have to? Up. I have to do some caught up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting him caught up. We've burned through like uh, we've burned through the what was the first one they did? It was the the Battle of the Gods. We did the Frieza arc, and we're just getting into the tournament arc. So we burned through that in like two days. So. so you're you're just about caught up to where we were before we stopped watching. Together, yes, but I I was trying to figure out where I was at and I'm like, I technically did watch all of the tournament and I think I finished the the Black Goku arc. Oh, I forgot about that. Tournament. Yeah, I, we watched I thought that I I thought that I didn't finish the tournament until I was looking for the Black Goku arc and I'm like, but I watched Black Goku, so I had to have finished and then i remembered oh yeah that's right the tournament ended like really crappy <laughs> so i'm like oh yeah that's right i did watch all of that i think they split up the tournament there's two tournaments yes. because everybody it, everybody was talking about a, a almost sounded like they were talking about a second uh tournament right i was looking i was kind of scrolling ahead and i started seeing like talks of the other universes and stuff and and preliminaries that are certain members are trying to be a part of i'm like oh yeah that's going to keep going. Because they, they heard how much Andrew loves tournament arcs. 
Well, yeah, but Dragon thinking. Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z was like the starter of the tournament, so you can kind of go with Dragon Ball tournaments. <laughs> I don't know if it was Dragon Ball. I don't know. I'm I don't know I, which one would actually it, start it. I mean, they would popularize or popular popularize it. That's true. I, I, it would be, it would be hard pressed to f- figure if uh, Yu Yu Hakusho or Dragon Ball started it. That's what I mean. Like Yu Yu Hakusho, like opened up with it. And I don't remember which one of those two came out first. I thought Yu Yu Hakusho came first. And Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, got kind of tired of the whole. Uh, but I never got very far in the in the the arc after the tournament. Which Yu Yu Hakusho's tournament was just awesome. I loved their yeah. Their... <laughs> and they went into it pretty quickly. It's like they did the whole like segment of him being in the actual world and then boom they jump right into that, that tournament arc if I remember correctly but yeah it was it was funny because I was thinking because I, I was talking to Bobby while we were watching it and I'm like um the the thing that I remember was that the my frustration of course hit me again of the idea that there's no point to anybody but Goku and that's what's really frustrating about the series as a whole is it it's always let's throw fodder at it until Goku shows up Yep. And then I thought to myself, well, that technically is the reason why tournaments work for this series, because it's the only way you can get anybody else besides Goku to shine is because here's Big Dad, here's Fodder, and here's Goku. <laughs> well, right. And it, it, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a complete smackdown happening with the cast members until Goku shows up. They can be on equal footing with somebody. So it actually works for it. So, but yeah, that's, that's, been, that's been a lot of fun because I was... <laughs> <laughs> our other brother's not technically like super fan or anything he's like every now and then I'll get him to watch a show like the last one I got him to watch was A Fate Apocrypha and he didn't finish it and then before that it was Sora Online and then I don't even remember what was before that because I think that was like a out of nowhere hey I'm watching Sora Online it's like oh cool you're watching that alright cool he's watching a show again watch this 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 so to have like a show to sit down with them and watch again, I think Dragon Ball is the perfect one for that just because it's like, I mean, we were growing up, we watched that together. So it it made sense as an easy thing for us to watch together. And we've been enjoying like remembering all these characters and different stuff. Like he picked up on the Ginyu Force guy being the frog. He's like, oh, that was that one guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. That was that one guy. <laughs> so... That's been cool. Just getting something to watch together with him is is always fun. Just to hopefully pull him into our world, and maybe later on we'll have like a like a shining cast with him. Yeah, we'll do a Dragon Ball Z cast with them and and go over the whole thing with them. So That'd we've be been promising we've been promising uh, Bobby joining a uh, talk of spirit for years. <laughs> yep, the perfect way to do it is, is Dragon Ball. You guys finally, you guys finally got your kill a kill uh, episode. <laughs> is that right? Is that right? I'm surprised I didn't get a bunch of people yelling at me about that. Of course, I didn't check the forum to see if there was any posts yet. No, just everybody teasing that uh, that the person that uh, that would be that was complaining about not hearing it uh, hasn't noticed it yet. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Um, hopefully, I can get him into something else. I, I I might see if he'll watch Great Pretender with me. But we'll we'll see, we'll see. I gotta get, I gotta get him in something else. I, I was thinking of doing Demon Slayer as well. Demon so Slayer, would, want, would I think it. he would have a, he would get a kick out of Demon Slayer. Well, because I mean, we we talked about that, like Demon Slayer is like pretty much the new pinnacle shonen right now. I mean, it's 
its movie right now is doing gangbusters. I think they were saying that it passed up uh, Spirited Away in your name, so it's doing crazy. It's doing real crazy right now. Yeah, other than that, anything else special? I got I got uh, Brad Amante on Fake Grand Order, but I know you don't care anymore. <laughs> I literally logged in and, and did a tin roll and got Brad Amante. I'm like, okay, I guess it's trying to get me to play this game again, but I'm not really playing that much. Who's that? It's the the new character on Fake Grand Order. It's she's like, um, she's the one that was made famous because her her noble phantasm is like a butt shot. <laughs> If I had to be specific, I mean she she looks kind of like um, like a blonde pigtail version of uh, Ren Tasaka is what she reminds me of. Oh yeah, really cute. So I was pretty happy that I got her. But like I said, I'm I'm trying to do the event right now. It the event really just gives you like the Lucha Monday girl uh, Christmas version. And she looks terrible, so I'm not really too ecstatic about getting her, even though she's free. <laughs> It's like grinding another event right now. I just don't really feel it. Especially since next week. Next week. 1.2 is coming. Oh, yeah? Are you, are you excited for that? Yeah, kind of. Genshin Impact. Tons I'm of so, new stuff. I'm so, I'm so afraid that I'm going to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to end up giving up on that one because of the time. The time constraints is just... It's insane. Yeah, but it's been working out for me because it's kind of like one of those things where I log in, burn some resin, and log out. It's not like I... Of course, having new areas probably going to be a time sink. <laughs> but no, I, I I think the only thing that I'm frustrated about the new zone for Genshin Impact is the fact that they have that whole uh, like freeze meter thing going on. So like you can only be in the area for so long and you like get cold. And so you have to do things to offset it. It's like super not into that whole mechanic in any game that I've ever played. <laughs> like when it showed up in um, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm like, no, why are we doing this? No, why? <laughs> I don't like this feature. So. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not too interested in the characters they have come with it, but I'll definitely be, be jumping into that stuff. But yeah, with that... That's one of those things where it's like, I kind of need to cut out a lot of my Genshin Impact because that's taking up my anime watching time because I don't have much time right now. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's about all I have on my end. Um, yeah, because, because me sharing time, trying to just keep mom uh, uh, entertained for a little while and... and I, because I'm going to have to start watching shows on my laptop or something. I've got to figure out something. And Speaking Genshin Impact is shows. just... Yeah, Genshin Impact just is not, not even fitting into that at all. At least until they uh, get it over there on the Switch. Yeah, where is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing pretty good on the, the, the phone and the the tablet I, I actually <laughs> i actually had to force myself to get used to playing on the phone and tablet because i didn't have my computer for quite a while and I, uh that was that was interesting that i managed to actually master that art i tried i tried to do to play on the on the ipad that just wasn't working i tried to uh to because i had uh when i thought that i was going to be going with you guys 
um, I went ahead and downloaded Genshin Impact onto my laptop, figuring I could just hook up my uh, my uh, controller onto it. But apparently Windows 10 doesn't like my controller uh, a device that makes it wireless so that I can connect it to the... Oh. the it didn't like that at all. So that that idea went out the window real quick because there's no way that I can play on that laptop without a controller. <laughs> yeah, t- touchpad, touchpad yeah. playing. You would have to have a mouse or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least they're a little more friendly with the controllers now because that was a frustrating thing, having to like log out and log back in just to get the controller, and they finally swapped the buttons. But they're... Still having to go into the menu and change the controller every time you log in is like, why? <laughs> why can't the main screen have default controller and it just goes in? Oh, I can't be... I can't get everything I want. Has to be something taken from me. But yeah, it was... Um, it's been interesting the last couple of weeks, though. And a lot of news popped up, so we should probably jump into that stuff. That before. news... That that elephant right there. <laughs> well, I I had this like way towards the bottom. I'm like, I know we're gonna bring it up like several times throughout the podcast. So why don't we just get it out of the way at the very beginning? <laughs> no, I, I texted Chris at some point this week. I think it was this week or last week. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it before I did, but I was pretty much like, this is probably the worst way it could possibly be announced. I was not happy with how this was announced. And that's Funimation tweeted, and this is a, the original way, way that I seen it was that they tweeted this link to their blog announcing that they have actually acquired Crunchyroll. So Funimation themselves, as Funimation Global Group, is announcing that they have signed an agreement to acquire Crunchyroll. So it wasn't Sony announcing it. It wasn't anybody else announcing it. It was Funimation themselves saying that they have acquired Crunchyroll specifically. And that just threw away all of my, every time we've discussed this, I always had like these, here's the worst side of it, and here's the best side of it. And it threw away all the best sides of it when they, when Funimation themselves announced it. Because that idea, that odd idea that I had that they would actually compete still, the odd idea that they would stay separate entities... All that stuff got thrown out the window. Now it's officially they will, they're going to absorb it. There's no there's no way around it. Yeah, that that that's how it kind of feels to me. I mean that that just. Oh yeah, by the way, we acquired them. Yeah, it's yeah. Obviously, they're not even going to try to keep them separate at all. Yeah, they it's they in the announcement they said they're still waiting for, you know the the. There's different regulatory groups and stuff that have to actually approve it in the end, but they have signed to do it. So this is pretty much all but done at this point. It's not official, it's not 100%, but it's all but done at this point. It's The, the nail has been hit, <laughs> pretty much. The Like I said, the frustrating thing about it is that they're claiming that, you know, of course Crunchyroll is going to stay doing what it's doing, but it's only a matter of time before... They're just absorbed at that point, which is frustrating because if, if anything, I'd want Crunchyroll to retain its name, whereas this is pretty much they're they're combining the two. It's going to be a thing in the eventually. I thought it was going to be a thing where they would because like Aniplex and Funimation they remain separate. 
even though after Sony bought Funimation, the big discussion we had was, is Funimation going to become Aniplex? Is Aniplex going to become Funimation? I didn't think it was going to be Aniplex becoming Funimation because Aniplex has a, a Japanese branch and a U.S. branch. I doubt they would want to get rid of that name. Whereas, at least with Funimation, I don't think at this point... Some people would disagree. It's not really the... It's a big name, and it's been around for a long time, but nobody's going to cry over losing Funimation's name. I don't think. That's, again, that's my opinion. Well, I think that... I think Crunchyroll has a much bigger brand than Funimation at this point. I think it's going to be pretty obvious that they're going to probably try to just say, okay, this is our sub side and this is our uh, dub side. But I do believe that they're going to merge each other mostly on the aspect of efficiency. It would be more efficient for them to be one one business. And and that's, again, where I go back to the the fact that Funimation announced it leads me to believe that eventually Crunchyroll is going to be absorbed into them. And that's why I have a huge fear for the people at Crunchyroll. Because I, I, we we talk a lot with a lot of people at Fun, uh, Crunchyroll. I don't really talk to anybody at Funimation. <laughs> and so I do have a little bit of a connection with the people at Crunchyroll. And to see that they're going to have possibly a threat put to them sucks. Like, they're going to... They're, they're obviously not going to have everybody employed at Funimation Crunchyroll still around. I mean, my my personal hope is that at least... The, the side that handles a lot of the infrastructure and the servers and the apps and everything, that side retains because, as we've joked about it several times, <laughs> Robert, <laughs> the Funimation side of infrastructure and streaming and apps and platforms is terrible. And they need Crunchyroll to handle that side. My hope would be that, you know, Crunchyroll would, would retain the streaming stuff and their team would handle that the streaming. Maybe just keep Crunchyroll as a brand for streaming and then Funimation just be the brand for distribution. Which I don't think it'll happen just because I think they, they themselves even know that the distribution side is going to be slowly dwindling over time. But it does, it does, it does beg the question of how they're going to see themselves as a company going forward. And how much of that means that a lot of team members are going to be lost in the in the fray, which really does suck in the end. <laughs> I got to kick it because the their big label when they announced it was Funimation Group to acquire Crunchyroll. Fans win. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you figure that? Like, yeah. again, we've talked about the benefits being, yeah, this technically means that hopefully... More stuff gets dubbed. We don't have that divide in licenses where half the stuff doesn't get dubbed because it's with Crunchyroll. We have the fact that, yes, technically both catalogs can go into one catalog and be one subscription. But that's if everything goes well and we don't see a monopoly price increase, uh, you know, censorship happening through Sony. There's nothing keeping yeah, I them think from that, gatekeeping at this point. Yeah, I think that's 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 the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing that we're 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 holding out hope on is is the fact that yeah, we can see all the benefits on on the wall. We 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 acknowledge them. We know that they're there, but there's always going to be this other side, the the pessimistic side, because all of us have that. We have the the 
the um, the optimistic side and we have the pessimistic side. Some of us, you know, tend to lean towards one more than the other, uh, depending on how many times you've gotten your yourself burned a few times. But the pessimistic side is is obvious. I mean, like Andrew was saying, the the um, the the fact that they are technically now the only gatekeepers. I mean, we hope that, that some of these other ones, the um, Robo or the Retro Crush and 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 the um, the uh, sunrise on YouTube at, figure it out at some point and so that we can Sentai have it at least huh? and Sentai Filmworks yeah it, so that we can hope that a lot of those other places uh, show up and, and give them a run for their money but as it stands right now they're the two biggest kids on the block and they just became one big bully on the block yeah you, you said it perfectly by saying that it's how many times you get burned the pessimistic side often is built on the idea of how many times you've been burnt and our burnt side is the fact that we have had their parent company, Sony, do the gatekeeping to the Sony PlayStation platform. So gaming itself has changed because Sony was the big dog around. And granted, right now, even with gaming, you technically have the Switch with Nintendo being the new platform for things that aren't censored to crap. But still... A lot of these game makers, like we've mentioned before, the Singer Kagura guy basically said that he, you know, he's he's giving up on the franchise. Not really, he didn't say he's giving up on the franchise, but he's having to change the game to be sold on the Sony platform because that is the big dog. It's not a thing of him going, well, we had to change it because Sony wanted it that way, but we'll release it over here. No, he's changing it to meet their standards. And that's the fear that we have with anime is that Thankfully, the only thing that we have as a saving grace is that we're not really the biggest market for anime. Like, when a studio in Japan goes to make an anime, they're making it to advertise a manga generally. And the manga is being sold in Japan. So they're going to make it in a way that sells that manga. They're not going to go, well, we need to make sure that we take a little bit of this, you know, fan service out because it's got a stream on... Funimation in America and Sony doesn't like that, they're not going to care. We're just going to get what they end up with. So as long as, technically, as as much as we say there's a censorship that happens in gatekeeping, that hopefully is kept held back because, again, we are not the money makers for them. It's them selling something in Japan. So, well, I and, and the my biggest frustration with that is that it, they've already done it. They've already done it at least once that we know of. And I, I, it, we can hold out hope that they'll hopefully change their attitude, but it, it's, it's not looking that way. Seeing how we, like I said, we've already had it happen once. Or something was censored. Uh, they just yanked the entire show off of the, their block. Oh, right. And then what happened in the response to that? Those of entertainment license it. So yeah, okay. the gatekeeping is still the gatekeeping. So you're right. Technically, the gatekeeping is still a thing because what will be allowed to come over here is going to be chosen by one company. But there is still the aspect that another company can step up and take it. So yeah, with with the uh, uh, interspecies reviewers, those of entertainment came in and said we're gonna. They couldn't stream it because Funimation still has a license to the streaming, but at least Nozomi Entertainment can come in and go, hey, 
we're gonna we're gonna sell that Blu-ray because they got, they acquired that license. Now I'm not sure if they had to buy that license for the distribution from Funimation because I would assume that Funimation got that at the same time, or maybe they just got the streaming one and, and held off on buying the distribution rights afterwards. But there's yeah, you're correct. There's still the aspect that something will not get streamed here. But my point more is in the idea that. I don't mind that so much. Like if Sony says, I don't want to bring this over here, I don't mind that as much as I don't want Japan to go. I have to change this in order for it to go to America. That's where that's where I get really upset. I mean, if, if it's something that's so... And, and, and I do see your what you're saying there technically is that it makes it more difficult to watch it because then we have to go to pirate sites, which you don't really want to do. But at least there is the idea that Funimate, that it will exist. And even if Sony says we're not doing this, or Funimation says we're not doing this, people will still be able to go and see it and they can see what they're missing out on. Like, okay, we're missing out. Like, say a, a one season, half the shows are full of etchy stuff, and Funimation's like, heck no, we're not going to have any of that stuff on our platform. Well, then they're going to see a whole loss in subscriptions for a while because everybody's going to be watching it elsewhere for an entire half a, uh, entire season, and possibly the people over at Crunchyroll that are in within Funimation are going, Do "You guys, please, <laughs> you guys, you got to understand, you got to have this stuff on your platform." Yeah, and, and that's, go back and to that's, your corner, <laughs> and that's and that was what my effectively what my warning was a couple of uh, or a month or so ago when we were mentioning that they were they were talking about doing it is. When it comes down to it, they've got a very short uh, 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 plank. I mean, depending on how 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 far they push themselves to the edge, is really going to see what what the the fandom ultimately decides on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would I would expect that we we'll probably we'll probably still retain. Now, the big question that I have is really. Yeah, there's going to be things that are already in works before this happened. Um, I, I I almost wonder if Crunchyroll already seen it, the writing on the wall, because technically, I mean, a lot of people joked about the fact that they were gloating about subscription numbers and stuff, like literally a week before all this stuff started popping up with the, the deal and everything, almost as if they were almost saying, hey, look, we're doing really fantastic, Sony, don't fire us all after you buy us. But it seemed like literally with, especially with this season that Crunchyroll picked up a lot or didn't pick up much at all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my, my schedule to actually record, to do um, my watch list for what to watch. And it is just nothing on Crunchyroll. And I'm having to go to Funimation's crappy app just yeah, that's to figure why, out what I'm going to watch That's why I ended up having to, to message you and say, Hey, look, I, I need the, the password here. <laughs> Yeah, it's because there's just what probably four fifths of the entire season's on Funimation, so we're we're not seeing much at all from Crunchyroll. And I almost want, like I said, I almost wonder if it, if it was because they knew this was coming and that they didn't want to acquire that much stuff. So yeah, I'm 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 wondering about that too. I'm uh, either either that or AT and T started cutting them cutting back their uh, their budget they're spending yeah because yeah. they're like okay we're gonna be acquired anyways why waste a bunch of money right now when that could be their mind to spend mm-hmm. i definitely definitely de- de- i do see something like that being a thing and i and that's that that's big in the next question is what will we see 
like with next season, is it going to be, is next season going to be completely dry with Crunchyroll or are they going to, or are they going to have things that are already pre-established that they want to, because that's what it seemed like with this season. It seemed like everything they have really is pre-established stuff. Like they already had is the order rabbit. They already had, uh, uh, fire force. So they're just continuing those rather than it being a new thing they're bringing up. Which, which that also, I mean, if, if you think about it, you, you, you're, uh, the joke is, and what you were saying is probably right where they were, they were saying, look, we're, we're doing a good job. Please don't fire us thing. Because as, as much as that sounds silly, um, it actually makes a lot of sense if they already knew that the, the, um, that it was going to go through because if, it, yeah. if, if they didn't know it was going to go through, then it was them, them saying, look, Hey, we're, we're actually worth, uh, worth the purchase. Yeah. I, I also thought it was funny in their, in their statement on their blog. It was, they said, combining these two great companies will be a win for fans and enable us to compete at a truly global scale. What was taking you buying Crunchyroll before you guys started eating global? <laughs> Like, like that's the biggest issue that people have with Funimation, and that's the biggest fear a lot of people have right now is that now that Crunchyroll is bought by Funimation, what's what going to happen with a lot of these other countries that Funimation wasn't streaming out there? What was are that they, one? What was that thing called? Getting, Funimation Now or something like that, where they were yeah. trying to get into the UK market. It was about the same time they made Funimation Now. Yeah. It was a lot of it was to do with with UK and stuff, and that's that's a lot of the the feedback that I see is people going, wait, we don't have any of these shows. Are we now lose Crunchyroll too, and everything's going to be locked out, or are they going to use Crunchyroll's connections and the platforms they've already established elsewhere to to piggyback off of? Which that's good, awesome. I, I'm I'm fully supporting that because that's that's one of the big things that I see as a pro to this whole thing is that maybe now Funimation's catalog will now be in those areas. Granted, it's not as simple as, okay, now that we have Crunchyroll copy paste all of our, our titles over there. No, they have to buy the licenses to stream them there as well. So it's not like this just opens up the floodgates. They're still going to have to establish licenses there. Maybe the reason that they were keeping from getting those licenses because they didn't have a proper footing in these, these regions. We don't know. It's it's something that's gonna time's gonna have to tell with it specifically. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, the, the same the, the same with me. The more and more I think about it, the less and less I like this. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> Wait, at some point you like this? <laughs> I know, right? No, I mean me more along, more along the lines of I'm get, I'm liking it less and less. Okay, so I was already disliking it. Now I dislike it even more. Yeah. The more it, 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 just things going through my head, and it's 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 like this is this is the worst worst uh, worst idea ever. I, this is just not not going to work out in any way, shape, or form for anybody. I I hope the best. I really do hope the best, but it's not the the pessimistic side of me is just overwhelming the entire situation. <laughs> I, right. So to give people a nutshell of my thoughts is it's really the biggest negative is that monopolies are not good. Because now that they have such a huge stronghold on anime in the West, they have no incentive to innovate, and they can—they're more likely to gatekeep, which gatekeep is not good at all. 
the positive is, yeah, we have more doves availability. We have less subscriptions to deal with, hopefully. And the biggest one that I brought up in this particular podcast, and I think right now that's keeping me positive, is that we have to remember that the Western market is not a huge percentage of money-making for Japan. These shows are not made to sell in America. They're made to sell manga. They're made to sell multimedia projects. They are made to sell things in Japan. So they're not likely to adjust what they do to make Sony happy. That's the biggest plus that we can say. The biggest positive I can give people is to remember that. The other thing to remember is that Sony technically wants this to be successful. And so, yes, they may try the gatekeeping. We need to vote with our wallet at those point. And to show them that if they want this to be successful, which they want this to be successful, they spent a billion dollars on this thing. They should be hoping that this is successful. We need to make sure that we're heard. Not in nasty ways. We need to be positive and, you know, you know, very structured about how we voice our concerns and let them know that if they want this to be a billion dollars they make back, that they do it properly. And I think that, that that's the biggest positive I can probably give it. But again, my biggest negative is I don't, I don't like the idea of a... And like you said, in, in the market always adjusts. So if they do end up gatekeeping and they lose a lot of subscriptions, it's more likely that a company like Sentai Filmworks, who's in the past been very open about having uncensored stuff, We'll jump in there and offset it, hopefully. Though, yeah, the, again, the concern is there is that the price of the licenses will be greater than what they can actually manage because Sony's going to probably throw a lot of money at it and raise the price on the actual licenses. Who was the... I, I who hope the Sentai Filmworks things in there. Who was it that ran the anime network? That was yeah. Sentai Filmworks. Was it Sentai Filmworks? And yeah, they, they, they made they that. Kinda threw in the, they kind of threw in the towel, but they could come. They, they might be able to come back. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they technically never went anywhere. They just keep making new websites, and the newest one is High Dive. So hopefully Sentai Filmworks with High Dive remains a thing, and hopefully they can compete until that point comes that they can see an opening and actually jump in there. If there are those titles that Sony goes, oh, we can't have that on the platform, they'll jump in there and grab that. I, It's funny because I, I, I fear for Sentai Filmworks right now because I'm afraid everything in licenses is going to inflate because they know that Sony is going to have to pay and Sony will pay. And I'm hoping that that doesn't block Sentai Filmworks from being able to keep functioning, that they don't get droughted out, like just the big bully on the street takes over everything. Because... We need them to succeed because we that is really only our only competi- uh, competition to Sony and Funimation. Yeah, there's Netflix, which is they've they've rolled out a lot of shows and they're 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 looking like they're keeping to a solid catalog, but I don't hold much hope for them because they want their own stuff. They don't want to license other people's stuff. So they don't, they're not really in the same area. And Amazon's pretty much given up at this point. I don't believe they're ever going to be getting anything else going forward. I think the last few things they had were just carryovers from previous cores. Yeah, the Noitamina block that they, they, uh, 
locked out out for what a year and a half or two years. Yeah, yeah. That that finally kind of gave up. So or that finally expired. So yeah, it's um, we'll see. We'll see how things go, and as as things come up, hopefully we can get on here and, and let you guys know our thoughts on it. Hopefully people aren't sick of hearing us talk about Funimation and Roberts and <laughs> everything. Uh, but it is important because this is literally game changing for the, the fandom. As as much as I don't like to say that, a streaming service for the content that we enjoy is 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 huge and game changing. So we'll see. As we always say, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Moving on. Let's, let's move on. Let's let's move on to more positive things, I guess. Even though we we're, we're kind of positive with all that stuff. I mean, keeping keeping a positive outlook on things is important. So. Yes, the next one we have is Love and Lies. The 11th compilation volume for the series manga has announced that this series is coming to a conclusion. So, all those people keeping up on that particular manga know that it is coming to a conclusion here soon, which I think uh, Kodansha Comics is currently uh, publishing that in the West, so hopefully somebody's keeping an eye on that one. I I don't know. Do you remember how how we were? I mean, I, I, I definitely do remember having a lot of frustration with this series when it was animated. <laughs> I don't remember what my final thoughts are. I think the ending felt very botched and very manga bait, but... It's it's it was one of those that were if I remember right I felt really mixed on it because it was it wasn't it was going cruel. the way I wanted it to I guess yeah <laughs> I seem to remember it being very cruel to a certain character that was kind of frustrating to me and like I said I think the biggest frustration I think is that the I think the ending was very manga bait so because yeah, it's one of those are... it's it's one of those that you can kind of see both the, both directions but at the same time it was like but she's so perfect why would you do that to her <laughs> you you're yeah you you have it made <laughs> you're fine just stay happy right now this is this is you're this you're in a good spot just go with it just go it's one of those it. this is one of those where you go i could just go with a harem ending on this one just do it, the harem ending just just make them both happy or both of the girls just go off and run away together. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 usually what this comes to because you usually get frustrated by the main character and you're like, just just the girls be happy together. <laughs> Put the girls together, get rid of the guy. Next volume, Yuri, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh Hopefully people that are still reading that are enjoying how that's going. At hopefully. least it's better it at least it's better than the the, the rent a girlfriend where you, you, you don't want to see any of the girls happy. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that I want to see him happy. It's just that I hate the main character. <laughs> hate the guy, hate the guy so much, and then all the girls are you're like, I, I, I don't like you. I kind of like you. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what the next season of that one how, the, how one particular girl turns out because right now she is not anybody's friend except yeah, people it, that I, like I, that I, kind I'm, of stuff. I'm, I'm really ho- holding out hope on that one because I do kind of like the girls. I just it's it's like I'm I'm middle of the road on one of them and the other two I'm kind of okay with. <laughs> yeah, one got like one episode. <laughs> one whole episode. Oh yeah, there's four girls on. That's right. Yes. Four? Yes, four girls. Yes, right now. Four girls, yeah. 
next one we have Discotech has licensed some new titles. So we have Kenichi, The Mightiest Disciple, Future Robo, Daltanias, uh, Kodansha, Video Warrior, Lazaroni, Ra- Lazar- Lazaro- La- Lazario, <laughs> Lazarion, <laughs> Grimm's Fairy Tale Classics, Maho, Raba, Heartful Days, Fighting General, Daimos, Lupin the Third Part Three, Lupin the Third Return of Pykal, uh, Blackrock Shooter, and Arion. So, good stuff there. And apparently, they're doing a Blu-ray release of Project Echo. So, Andrew's super excited. <laughs> Even though I've already bought all four of them, hopefully they do a compilation like all one Blu-ray release. That'd be nice, please. I don't want to buy like four separate Blu-rays again. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Any that of those makes. Oh, I'm sorry, Bell. Um, as far as shows that that I remember, yeah, uh, Kodansha. I, I'm very much familiar with Kodansha's art style, and I'm not sure where I'm placing it. So I'm not sure if I watched that one or not. the The name of it sounds familiar, but i i don't I don't recognize it off the top of my head. Everybody's like, "Of course, Kodansha comics." <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, as far as SD as far as the rest of them, I mean, Blackrock Shooter, but that's a game, isn't it? Maybe it's a maybe it it's was, a. Yeah, they made a game of it. It was popularized by uh, Hatsumiku because right. they did a Blackrock Shooter thing with Hatsumiku. So Grimm's Fairy Tales, I recognize, but I never actually watched it. And most of these are all shows that I I know because I've been been around it for so long but not any that I've actually watched even even Met, Mightiest Disciple I absolutely know that one I have not watched it yet <laughs> Yeah 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 Lupin of course everybody knows Lupin well you've been around for more than 3 years you've probably heard of Lupin because it comes out every year and a half or so Right I'm, I'm glad they're getting all those titles, though, all the Lupins. That's that's really cool. Not, not it's, I mean, that's just a classic series. That it's good that somebody's picking up all that stuff. So I think they pretty much picked up everything, Lupin. Uh, if you're excited about the acquisition of Crunchyroll, it's good to know that you will be able to watch Crunchyroll's catalog on the Funimation app for Switch. <laughs> that, honestly, I, it, truth be told, I was about ready to say I am actually kind of excited about that. Um, have you just, tried it yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I'm I'm curious how well it plays. Not how well it plays on the Switch, but how well it functions on the Switch. Because my... I, I actually was planning on testing it before we did this podcast, but my desire was to test it because I wanted to see, like, are their app-making groups getting better? Because obviously they're not updating the Apple TV one, and the Apple TV one sucks. So I'm hoping that the Switch version is good. That way it'll give us at least some kind of positivity to how they can make apps in the future. <laughs> but yeah, and, um, of course, my, my Switch wants to do a complete and total update. Oh, yeah, you can't go to the store without testing that or updating that. So, I mean, it looks good. Oh, but my poor character is still dead in the well. last boss. Character's dead? Yeah, remember I sent you that picture almost two weeks ago? <laughs> of Secret of Mana? Yeah. Tales of Mana? Yeah. 
I sent you that t- the text of the picture of my my character dead in the boss, and, and I turned it off, and I know I haven't touched it since. <laughs> I don't see I, any. I, like I said, I don't I don't see any reason why I'd ever watch anything on the Switch, just because if I'm going to watch it mobile, I'll do it on my phone, and if I'm at home, I'm going to use my Apple TV. But well, I again, if I, the app's better. <laughs> I'm kind of happy about it because of the fact that I was seriously thinking about getting myself a a new Roku. Um, oh, I mostly be, I was originally going to go with the Apple TV, um, but as I was researching it, I ended up finding out that uh, Roku has a new soundbar thing, so I could get a soundbar and the uh, the new Roku and take care of both of them at the same time but it being on the switch at least takes the edge off of not being able to watch my shows on my tv which is really the main problem i don't like the fact that i'm having to watch it on my laptop or on my uh ipad yeah i see like watching it in the living room or something like that on the on that on that screen would be decent too because i mean it's not as small as your phone screen but it's portable enough that you could do that and plus you have the audio jack yeah yeah i can see that i can see that it's a good stuff there i i don't think Crunchyroll's on there yet are are they no Crunchyroll is absolutely not but if 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 seeing how they've now combined forces and the actual app is now on the Nintendo Switch that takes, like I said, takes the edge off of it. So I don't have to feel, I don't feel like I have to go and get myself a $600 Roku thing. Or actually it's $300. Yeah, the only thing that would, the only caveat I would put to that for, I know you know this, but just for people that are listening, don't, don't take this to mean that if you, you're going to get entire Crunchyroll catalog and Funimation right now. Um, they still need to finalize the the actual buy, the regulatory team and all that kind of stuff. They have to make sure that everything is, you know, according to federal law. And then after that, they still cannot throw the entire catalog on Funimation 1 because they would have to transport all of that data over to Funimation servers unless they do some kind of proxy. And then secondly... The licenses are actually, most of the time, they are worded in a way that they can only be streamed on specific platforms. They put that in the actual licensing clauses because they don't want Funimation to buy the license to stream it and then throw it on Netflix. They have to specify which platforms they can stream on. So even if they do buy Crunchyroll as an entirety... It still doesn't mean that they can grab all those titles and start streaming them on Funimation's platform because those licenses could be specifying that you can only stream it on Crunchyroll. So it might take some time. Like even Anaplex's titles took a long time before they were filed on Funimation because they had to, one, move the titles and two, make sure that, you know, licensing would allow it. So just for people to to know. But yeah. Congratulations, Switch, <laughs> on getting the fun- Funimation app. Hopefully, Roberts did a better job on that one. We'll see. <laughs> Bobby was getting frustrated by their app, too, <laughs> as we were watching Dragon Ball. He's like, does this always do this? I'm like, yeah, it's a really terrible app. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we have a non-anime fan saying that they hate the app, too. So 
we we have more more case study being created as we go along. Uh, Cloverworks' new original TV anime, Wandering Egg Priority, has a new PV that reveals staff, theme song, and January 12th premiere date. So that one is a still moving forward. Again, for those that don't remember, the anime story begins when a protagonist, a 14-year-old girl named Aoi Oto, hears a mysterious voice while walking around town late at night. It gives her an egg and beckons to her, if you wish to change the future, you need only choose now. Now believe in yourself and smash the egg. That's I. What'd I say? Owie. Did I say Owie? I said Owie. I... Oh, anyways. Yeah, it's fine. I <laughs> Oto. So, yeah. Cool stuff. Like I said, I always kind of look forward to the original animes because it's not them trying to sell a manga. <laughs> I mean, they can later, but usually it's kind of they a usually end studio up doing, doing something original. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they make they an original and like then go and uh, make an, uh, uh, a manga for the original. Yeah, because technically an anime itself doesn't make much money, it unless it's a movie from a big franchise. <laughs> it's usually them trying to support something. So usually when you get an original, yeah, you'll have maybe a multimedia project with a phone game. Maybe they'll have a manga that's being created on the side of it as it's airing. I know Hanasaki Roha, they did that, where they were actually doing the anime as they were releasing the uh, the publication, the, pub, the published actual uh, light novel, I think it was. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking forward to them because they always have like these unique stories that nobody has any idea what's going to happen with them. And uh, the artwork so far looks good. I like the character designs. Uh, the main girl looks cute. So... Definitely looking forward to what Cloverworks... And Cloverworks has been doing some really good work here lately, so I have a lot of uh, hope for them as a studio. So looks kind of like... Uh, it reminds me a lot of that... Uh, what was the one where the girl met the egg and lost her voice? Uh, it was a song show... Oh my gosh! I'm I don't remember. So I, I I do remember the show, and that and that one was a she was too shy or something like that, and so they gave, they did the egg. Yeah, she's seen her dad do something bad, and her mom got mad, and so she lost her voice, and so she she hid her voice. That's right. Yeah. Song of the Silent. Of was it Song of the Silent? Uh, that sounds close. <laughs> I don't think it's it though. Somebody's yelling at their speakers right now. That's oh, that's the only reason we do this. We actually know what the title is. We just do this just to egg people <laughs> just on to the yell at their you speakers. guys crazy. <laughs> just so somebody can see you in the car next to you, going, "Why are they yelling at their speakers?" Um, of course, sound of silence is what's popping up. <laughs> <laughs> sound of silence. I had, and this is this is the troubling thing. I've moved. I got everything on shelves again. But now I gotta remember where they're all at. It's it's everything's kind of shifted a little bit, and I think they're right above my head, so I can't actually see them in the position I am at. So, did we buy it? Yeah, we watched the movie. We, I had to buy the movie for us to watch it. It was an Aniplex release, oh. so we had to buy it. Um, but yeah, super good news. Well, I guess you could just go to Aniplex's site. That, that would that would work. I think it's still on their main site, Aniplex. Uh, silent say. voice is what's popping up for me <laughs> on Song of the Silent. 
That's exactly that's exactly it. It was this a silent voice. That was the movie we were talking about. She <laughs> remember she uh, he bullies her because she's deaf, and then she finds an egg, and that's the whole reason she's deaf. No, is that not it? No. Am I wrong? Maybe I'm. I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> what they used to have like a button that goes like straight to. All- oh, there it is, right there. Shows it's, it's like formatted like it's a mobile version of the site. But yeah, as I look that up, um, some decently really good news is they've actually prosecutors have finally indicted the arsonist that caused the fire for Studio One for Kyoto Animation. Um, there is one newspaper that is currently reporting that the uh, medical experts are deeming him as being mentally competent in order to stand trial. And I know that was a big, huge fear that a lot of people had is that the way that Japan handles a lot of their mental cases, a lot of people kind of get, you know, for lack of a better term, pardoned because their mental capacity. And that seems... Again, that's not it's not a hundred percent confirmed yet, but it seems likely that they will actually uh, prosecute him and say that he is mentally capable of being prosecuted. So, yeah, that, that, it took a while, I mean, but they're doing it's, it. Yeah, it's it, it, it seems like that was almost a what? Well, granted, last year was insane. So, um, and it was what a year before then. So it's been two the years. The anthem of the heart. The Anthem of the Heart. That's the show. <laughs> ah. Sorry. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. a year. Because um, I think it was, what, uh, yeah, July 2019. Which is incredibly fast because I know that a lot of trials like this in Japan usually take a lot of time. And I know that, that when it was a, an originally happened, uh, a lot of the prosecutors and stuff that got involved with it early on said they were going to push this forward. They're going to get this stuff moving. So... They're they're not going to let it kind of fall into the cracks that typically happen in in Japanese law as as far as I know. I'm not 100 percent on that stuff, but but yeah, um, he is being indicted for charges of murder, attempted murder, arson, breaking and entering, and violating firearms and sword control laws. So. That'd be a lot of sword control laws. Again, that was was he carrying a a sword when he did that? I think he had a gun. (laughs) I I guess maybe maybe firearms. Maybe they consider swords firearms. There, it's under one law. It's firearm and swords law, right? So that's why they list. No, I think he did have it. He had he had a knife. That's right. He had a knife. It wasn't a gun. He had a knife. Hmm. Or it was like a butcher knife or something like that. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that that's coming, and hopefully we can get some closure there because that's been, unfortunately, and then I mean that's the case with American law too. It's the stuff doesn't move very fast. As much as we want it to move fast, it doesn't move fast. So. Yeah. Good news though, there. Hopefully, their families get a lot of closure from that being completed. And and that's that's the only thing that sucks about it taking so long. It's not so much as us as outsiders looking in. It's more so for the families getting closure and justice being served. And like I said, it, that's the worst thing to have that take so long. So. During a live stream uh, from Katakawa, uh, two announcements were made for the second half of ReZero's second season. 
they say that the anime will premiere on January 6th, so look forward to that. Not very far away at this point, which scares me. Oh, uh, the next season's right around the corner. <laughs> uh, they also say that Nanak and Mayu Maishima will be performing the theme songs for it, so... I think we've had some pretty good music from them, so that's that's awesome. Are you looking forward to the second half? Of course. I got left on such a bad drop. I know that I complain about that when I, we did our podcast, but it was a bad spot to stop at because I'm like, where's the next episode? Oh, that's it? What the heck? Why stop there? Mm-hmm. Such a bad spot. I don't the think January... they've ever. I don't think they've ever not stopped at a pretty bad spot. Because it's it's no, it's no, just it's it's one it's it come on it's one of those stories that you just keep wanting to go you don't you don't really want well, to yeah. stop it doesn't matter where it stops it's always going to be a bad spot to stop. Well, but I mean, it just felt like it just felt like a turn page point. Like here mm-hmm. comes the next page. Here's this point. It wasn't so much like with the ending of the first season. It was like you had the conclusion of a fight. Everybody <laughs> seemingly was safe. He said something really stupid that angered everybody else, and it felt and like you, a stopping and you, point. And you sat there and went, what the heck is this thing right here? <laughs> no, the dust was settled from the big com- the big current conflict. And right now we're in like the dead center of a conflict, and like I said, it feels like a page turn point. Like I'm literally halfway turning the page and it stops. Not so I'm much teasing. the page already I, turned. I, <laughs> I'm absolutely yeah. teasing you. It, 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 it's just it's just a show that that uh, no matter how you look at it you're always going to want to keep going and yes this felt a lot worse than the last time but yeah it's just i'm teasing that would be one i would definitely want to get bobby into unfortunately I, I see him being similar to you where he he's not too into the idea of something being very brutally violent so i don't know how he'll take to it but that is definitely one that I want to get him into, and I think that'll be a cool one to watch together. So, Next news we have is the January issue of Katakawa's Dragon Age magazine has published the final chapter of the manga adaptation of Hinsuki light novels. So, I don't know. I, <laughs> I kind of want to go read that manga. I, I do too, actually. I, I, did, I did really kind of like that one. Yeah, it was much better than the I don't know that... other one that came the season afterward. It's good to our style, too. I, I don't think that the studio managed to do a good adaptation just because they were not the best studio, but I love the art style. So, oh, I'm, interested, I'm interested to check that one out. I don't know that anybody has picked it up over here. I don't see any listed publishers. It says Katakawa will publish the manga's sixth and final compilation book volume on February 9th. So, right around the corner. Let's see. Quintessential Quintuplets anime second season has released a new promo video and a January 7th debut date. So, that's the other big continuation title coming in winter along with everything else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you started watching the Attack on Titans new season? Mm-mm. That came out early. 
was like, they were talking about it. I'm like, oh crap, does that mean the season's over already? We need to get caught up already? And like, nope, it's just they, apparently they're coming early with the Attack on Titans final season. So, oh, I didn't know that they it had released. I I think I seen. I think I did see that it popped up on on something, and I was like, "Why?" And it must be a dub or something, and just kind of. Oh, when uh, I when I added it, it to the queue for Crunchyroll, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened. But yeah, it's it started already. They already got like two episodes, and the first episode was all right. I uh, I'm still holding my words and what I tell you how much I hate a certain character showing up, but I'm sure you'll get there eventually in the manga. <laughs> I'm still waiting to, to hear Chris's thoughts on a certain thing that happened, but I'm sure he'll see it in the anime adaptation here soon. God, I hate that character. I don't even I don't even think that it's it's caught up with with me yet, so I'm obviously farther along than we thought thought I was, so Well that's why I said I'm I'm wondering how much fat they're gonna trim this time because they technically have quite a bit of Because remember we were talking about we were talking about how both of us were really confused about the whole time time warping thing that they're about to get into. So, yeah, and I, I, I say that I say I say time warp so that the people who know what's going on uh, know what I'm talking about, and the people who don't know what I'm talking about don't get spoiled on what's going on in the next part. <laughs> yeah, and I and I eventually figured it out. It's just my problem with right. that at the time was like. I had no clue what where we were at when they jumped around because they they jumped around like two times and it was like, so are we back at that point again or are we at a sudden other point? And eventually you figure it out, but it was like confusing for like a chapter or two. <laughs> but no, I, I think my biggest yeah. fear right now is that they have a lot of stuff to cover, and I think this particular season is only going to be twelve episodes, and it's supposed to be the final one. So I don't know if they're just going to cut a crap ton of fat out or what, but let's see how many episodes were they going to do. Final season started now. Uh, let's see. 16 episodes. So that, that's why it's starting early is they're going to, they're chomping out four episodes before the, the core even starts. So I don't know. I guess I can see it happening in 16 episodes, but again, that, that is relying on the fact that they do what they've been doing for a while now, which is cut a crap ton of fat out. And that's what I totally see them doing, because this last few arcs, well, this particularly last, I would I would say it's, it's like three arcs, technically. I would say probably two at the least. And those last two arcs have been very fat, like, just a lot of dialogue, as usual with the the manga creator. As much as I love his work, he gets way too wordy, and he repeats himself a lot. So, and again, well, it's, we were it's we Park. were we were praising the the director and uh, and uh, storyboardist for being able to streamline the the storyline. But that's that's the big if there is we technically have a new director um i don't know how much the previous because it's a new studio they went from wit studio to mappa um assuming because wit studio could not get this in in their schedule and that's why they decided to go well let's just have mappa do it and get it completed so 
Um, the director's new. The series composition is new. I think he's done a lot of a lot of the series, so maybe that's the saving grace that the series composition person is technically. Somebody's done a lot of work. He didn't do the entire thing, but he's done quite a bit of it. Like, with the first season, he did 3, 5 to 7, 10 through 11, 15, 17 through 18. So we'll see. We'll see if um, at least having him on board will keep it that similar fat trimming. <laughs> it is it is sucks because it's not so much just the fat trimming. It's how they did it was perfect. Like they didn't cut too much. They cut it in a way that it made more sense. Um, and that's what I'm hoping that they retain with the Mappa team and the people they have carried over. So time will tell so far with the first episode, it's looking good already, but technically with this first episode, it was mostly, uh, a, the big, the big, the, a, bi- a big battle. I'm not say which battle, a big battle. So it's not like we had a lot of dialogue that could have been cut. So we'll see, we'll see. I'm excited for it though. I I, I think Mappa does a lot better with the CGI than Wit Studio in some regards. I'm already seeing a little bit of it with this last episode. Quite a bit of it actually. Um, doesn't stand out too much. As much as Wit Studio stuff did, so we shall see. We shall see. But yeah, quintessential quintuplets coming back January seventh. I'm still debating if I want to watch this series. Like we had best girl winning with the end of the first season. I don't know that I want to start getting back into it being who's the pick because if best girl was winning, and I don't want to go back into it. I was happy with where it was going. <laughs> So we'll see. We will see. It, it it could it just end up being a harem ending, and you don't have to worry about it, Andy. True, that's true. You know that I'm not technically. I only like like two of the girls. Like the rest, I'm not really. I don't really care too much about. So I don't know that I care too much. I mean, yeah, harem ending with the two girls is fine, but I don't care that I need to all of them. But. We know we know what direction it's going, which direction it will go. Let's see. Katakawa has announced that the Love of Kill or Kuroshi Ai manga will be getting an anime adaptation. Um this one looks really fun. I am actually kind of interested in this one. It's uh she's a professional hitman and he is a professional hitman, and she's his target. Caught in a deadly game of cat and mouse, will she fall first or will he? So, kind of gives me a little bit of vibes of, um, yeah, technically it's not, they're not killing each other, but the whole, um, God, I'm blanking on the name of that show too, and it's like recently probably the best comedy ever. Uh, the Seto Kaicho one, the, the two, the two, the president and the vice print or the yeah the student council president and the vice president love is war yeah kind of gives me vibes of that oh yeah that'd be a lot of fun 
And she looks like Saber, so it works too, with that regard. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how that one turns out. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I don't think we have any dates or anything yet. I think it's just, just announced, so... Another one that got announced in adaptation is Isekai Mikyu de Harem o Light Novel series. is getting uh, was listed by Kadansha's Bookwalker site as getting an anime adaptation. Uh, the English title is A Harem in an Alternate World Dungeon. The novel series centers around high school student Michio Kaga wandering aimlessly through life and the internet. He finds himself transported to, from a shady website to a fantasy world. Reborn as a strong man who can use cheat powers, he uses his powers to become an adventurer, earn money, and get the right to claim girls that have idol-level beauty to form his very own harem. He's just getting right into it. That <laughs> that sounds that sounds an awful lot like the one that um, that that I was talking about that I really really liked that I had been reading. Um, but the only, pro- and it even has this same name as the, the protagonist in the, uh, the one that I'm reading. So it's like, it's almost got to be that one. However, it doesn't, the one that I'm reading has nothing to do with idols. So it's like, well, it's just saying idols I don't know. beauty. It's not saying they're idols. It's just saying they're, they're beautiful. It's just the descriptor they're using in this, in this synopsis. I wonder what what my the name of mine um, translates to. Well, what you're reading is probably the manga adaptation of it. No, it's a light novel. Oh, you're reading it's light a novel. it's actually a web novel. Truth be told, uh, it might be it. Just check out the na- the names of the other characters. Hmm. Who's the writer of that one? Shashi Sogano. Yes, it's it. That's the one. There you go. I'll be darned. You finally get the app. They were listening to you. So everybody can thank Chris for I didn't this becoming think, I didn't, a thing. I didn't think that it would actually ever actually be a thing. Oh, it always is. <laughs> because, oh, oh, and I guarantee you, people are going to hate on this sh- this story so bad. <laughs> Well, he sounds pretty shallow based on the synopsis. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. It, it it tends to focus a lot on the mechanics of the world. I really like this one. It's, I'm actually rereading it right now um, because it's one of those that it's been on my, my list of stories that I've been wanting to read for a long time. And I keep getting sidetracked from it. So I had I, gotten actually really far into it. And so I'm re- rereading it just to get myself back up to where I know what's going on again. And um, the 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 th- the cool thing about it, where where it says that he uses his cheat powers, is is kind of misleading. He's got a well, they uh, do have it in parentheses. Cheat. They're using air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's more along the lines of he has. Um, imagine you're you're actually in a isekai, but you have. The uh, you know how you go to a certain uh, a certain person to reset your stats and then just respec yourself. Mm-hmm. Effectively, that's his quote unquote cheat power. Is he has the ability to respec over and over and over again. So he's constantly respecing himself. And the reason why this is this this story is going to get so much hate is because his harem is actually slaves. So 
Yeah, that's 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 the big bad thing that everybody's going to go crazy over. Yeah, and I, are they slaves to him, or he's freeing the slaves? <sighs> Later on, he kind of quote unquote re- releases them. Um, it's 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 because I mean that not was, exactly that was similar to what hate that shield hero got because technically, uh, and if Philo was a was a slave, and then he also had the. Was the other show? Was it Death March? Was the other one where he was he was bringing a lot of slaves into his harem? Yeah, and if you remember, if you remember when I was, was talking about this, uh, when we were talking about those stories, I ended up mentioning this 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 story because this story is one that I would love to see uh, adapted, and to know that it's actually um, that that the fact that how much hate those stories got because of this whole slave harem thing. I knew this one was get about going to get ten times more, was, mostly because it's it's not it's not so much it's it's one of those compliant slaves is really what it's going to end up being where where eventually they're going to go oh but we love our master blah 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 and and he never really feels he feels an obligation he's actually he actually mentions it several times during the in internal dialogue he mentions that he doesn't he this world is different than his world so. He acknowledges that things are different in this world, and at some point, what he effectively does is he sets up a system to where if he dies, his his slaves are automatically freed, and and he's only he only acknowledges that he has them because he needs a team of some sort in the dungeon, but he doesn't really consider them slaves per se if you want to call it that yeah it wasn't wasn't philo it was raftelli raftelli was technically somebody that he bought in shield hero but and that was the frustration everybody had was like oh this is a thing and it's like that's technically a thing with another world that's not anything new i mean it, it this is not our world it's not saying it's a good thing it's just a thing that exists in this world but yeah, I I really love this this story. I cannot I I cannot explain how much I'm excited about an anime adaptation of it. I have really really wanted to see what they do with this. And I I know that everybody in the world is going to hate me for for even acknowledging this one as a thing. So, it is what it is. You mean the the, the small minority that the loud minority that's going to be upset about it and everybody else going to be like, <laughs> "Yeah, sure, another set guy, let's do it." <laughs> Come on, we know we know our I, listeners love it. <laughs> like I said, it's it, the the cool thing about this story is, and I don't. I wonder how much of it they're going to get through because, um, just doing the first. I don't know. I I, I think that there's enough content that each each book could be. At least uh, two or three episodes each, so that that could be that could be only about four or five uh, books to get through twelve episodes. How many episodes did they say that they're going to do? Oh, it's probably going to be a single core. They're, they're always a single core. Uh, I mean, it could turn into a shield hero thing and possibly get more, but they've literally only announced that it has an adaptation. So we don't really have much more than that. They could do. They could do an e- easy two two cores with it. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, hopefully. It's a, it, yeah, like one. I said, I really, really love the story, so I'm excited about it. 
Cool stuff. I'm glad that got an adaptation. They, they, I'm glad they listened to you. Just mm-hmm. it just shows how popular we've gotten that uh, these studios are listening to us. Um, so, <laughs> uh, just adapt more Bison Wolf, please. Still wait. Yeah, still wait. Uh, just just to just to give you a little teaser, Andy. First girl is a puppy girl. I seen her on the cover. Yeah, <laughs> and she is adorable. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't get the enough puppy second, girls. Second girl is a dwarf, and then there's Which a cat girl a, a little bit later. Yeah, it's a lolly. <laughs> dwarf equals lolly in anime, people, just in case you didn't know. Yep. <laughs> All right, cool stuff. Uh, next bit of news we have, Real Romaneske has, uh, the staff has announced that they will be getting a second season, so apparently that short that's running this season will continue on in the future, so... I still got to finish the Switch uh, visual novel that I bought so that I can finally watch that, but I can't yet. <laughs> I don't know if you've been peeking in on that, even though it's a sequel. I, I wasn't sure why we weren't watching it, so I completely just skipped right on over it. Yeah, it was because it was a sequel to the visual novel that we haven't read yet, so I didn't think we'd get much out of it. Moving forward, we have uh, Kakushigoto will be getting a theatrical compilation film. So for those that did not watch the series or loved it that much, uh, look forward to a movie version of it eventually coming. Uh, The staff has teased that those who have watched or have not watched will both enjoy the film. So apparently, even if you've enjoyed it, um, they could be hinting at the idea of them having extra content in it, maybe? That's usually why they would say something like that is that they either that or they just want people that watch the TV series not to just brush it off because they've already watched it. But there's a chance that they could be truthful with that and that you could get more content with the movie. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. That's cool. That's cool. That's getting enough recognition that it can get a theatrical release as well. For some dub news, we have Funimation has premiered the dub of Glepnir, so if you're holding off on watching that, waiting for the dub, I know we have a lot of listeners that are dub purist. Thankfully, check out Glepnir. It was a pretty decent little core that we watched of it. Unfortunately, as usual, having its little bit of manga baiting, but it was a cool show nonetheless. And Sentai Filmworks has released the official dub clip for a, a official dub clip for Blade of the Immortal, the 2019 edition. So we talked about that getting picked up by Sentai Filmworks for distribution from the Amazon streaming hell. And uh, thankfully it's getting a dub as well. So I really do need to look into seeing if they have improved the quality with the Blu-ray release because there was a lot of Really cool fight scenes that I didn't get to see because we were looking at random objects instead of showing animation. <laughs> so that could that one definitely could use a little bit of Blu-ray touching up. So hopefully that happens with that. Most likely not because they just don't seem to do that much anymore, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Next bit we have is... Swisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine has revealed that Chainsaw Man manga will be getting an adaptation by Studio Mappa. Uh, this one synopsis is Denji's poor young man. Denji's a poor young man who will do anything for money, even hunting down devils with his puppet devil dog Pochita. 
He's a simple man with simple dreams, drowning under a mountain of debt. But his sad life is getting turned upside down one day when he's betrayed by someone he trusts. Now with the power of a devil inside of him, Genji's become a whole new man. A chainsaw man. Mm-hmm. I've seen the... There you go. I've seen the artwork for this pop it up on Twitter at some point. Didn't really realize what it was for, but I'm always looking forward to Mappa stuff. Hopefully that'll be a, a cool series. I've never really heard anything about it, so not sure if it's good or not, but we'll see. <laughs> if anybody can handle action, it's Mappa, so. He that's an a... odd concept, that's for sure. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, it reminds me of the, uh, again, blanking on names here, the one with the gunhead guy. It's like, that's, that's Japan. <laughs> let's, I need a main character. Let's stick a gun on his head. I need a main character. Let's stick a chainsaw on his head. So, good on Japan. Keep being you. That's why we love him. Uh, have you been keeping up on We Never Learn manga? Or are you just watching the show as it releases? Not- just watch the just watch the show. Yeah, apparently that one's manga pro- uh, is completing its parallel story arc, and it, the manga's next chapter will be teasing the conclusion of the story. I'm just stating it that way. I would advise you not to click on the link, Chris, if you're not already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they word it kind of technically spoils things, soft spoils things. So I decided to word it that way that the parallel story is ending, and the next chapter will be teasing the conclusion of the story. So. If, you, if you're doing the manga, definitely be excited for that. Uh, Intend on what, reading it at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious if they'll get more adaptations. I'm, I'm surprised it got two seasons worth. Um, maybe they're riding a wave of buys based on the first adaptation doing so well. I'm not sure. Uh, the manga creator Hiroyuki confirmed that the Kanojo Mo Kanojo manga is getting an anime adaptation. The English title is She's a Friend, a Girlfriend Too. Uh, the neo-romantic comedy manga centers around Naya, a first-year high school student. After he confesses to Saki, the girl he's liked for a long time, and they decide to start dating, Naya's life is full of bliss. However, one day, a beautiful young woman named Nagisa also confesses to Naya, Naya and Nagisa immediately get along, and he tells Nagisa that he's already has a girlfriend. She vows to confess to him again someday. When he suddenly pose- uh, perp- when he when he suddenly proposes that they instead go out uh, go together to talk to Saki about him dating them both at the same time, Saki and Nagisa hit it off immediately. And while Saki is angry and reluctant at first about the idea, she eventually agrees. <laughs> Why the heck not? So we're going full on harem. Why not? Acceptance of harem. Very, very interesting. There's another bit of news that kind of goes along with that. So I guess we have a a polygamy episode going on. Uh, You, Ida, creator of Gunslinger Girl, has revealed that he is working on a new series. That's all we know. So... Other than the fact that he's recruiting people, so I'm excited for that. I really love Gunslinger Girl. I and this is one of those conundrums of, of like I want him to do if he wants to do something new, do something new. 
But at the same time, I'd be perfectly fine with them keeping to what works for them, which is that kind of gunslinger girl style. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll be definitely keeping an eye on this to see what ends up coming from this creator in the future. So it'd be cool. Eleven Arts has announced that they have listed, uh, have licensed the Shirobaka movie. So we were kind of waiting to find out what was going on with the Shirobaka movie over in the West, but apparently Eleven Arts has picked it up. It's no surprise, technically. They've been picking up a lot of the movies. But um, actually, it's surprising because I figured Sentai Filmworks would have picked it up, but uh, Eleven Arts has been doing very well on picking up movie licenses. So we have it coming over. That's exciting. So. You can finally watch the movie, which I've been pretty excited about because I love the series. So. Seven Seas has announced that a new multi-year sales and distribution agreement with Penguin Random House Publisher Services. Uh, they'll be moving away from their current distributor, uh, Macmillan and Diamond Comics. I don't know anything about any of these <laughs> companies, but I have read a few comments regarding this and it seems pretty positive. Uh, apparently people are not too much a fan with companies like Diamond, so hopefully this will be an improvement for them. Um, not so much them cutting back on costs, but more looking for better quality. That's always a positive. So, but time will tell. But, uh, good luck to them in the future. Some really positive news I'm sure Chris is super excited about. And Spectre anime is getting a second season. Are you excited? About time. Excited? Yes, of course. <laughs> that was another one of those ones where I don't really feel like the anime covered enough. <laughs> so, it, I mean, well, technically it covered a lot, but something was overly covered. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that was the problem. The whole uh, idle ghost girl thing drug out a little bit extremely too long. <laughs> oh, that was just not a very good arc. So, yeah, I'm... I love the characters, so I'm hoping forward storytelling will be a lot better. Because I like the characters, I just want them in a better story, and not such a drug-out story. It, who knows, that might might be that, that uh, writer's style, and that's probably going to be the entire way of the entire no. show's story. Stop! I don't know, it's, that's, that's kind of the way it looks if you think about both uh, both arcs of that Stop story. Stop with your logical thinking, Chris. I want illogical <laughs> thinking only on this podcast right now. Uh, we'll see, though. I definitely look, am looking forward to those characters, though. Love them. So. Some interesting news. Kodansha, or Katakawa Gundam Ace Magazine has revealed that they have three new manga coming for the Gundam franchise. And one that I'm, like, extremely interested in, <laughs> which is the first one, Arasa, I'm guessing that's just OL, maybe all, uh, Hamansama, or the 30-ish office worker Hamansama. <laughs> and there's a picture of it on this article. And I never thought that Haman could be so cute. So it works out for me. Uh, Apparently this one reimagines the grave uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta Gundam antagonist Haman Karn as a modern corporate section chief at the apparel company named Neozeon. I want want all. I want all (laughs) the Dojo and Cheese for this. I want this so bad. (laughs) 
the other two hey, is... I, hey, uh, hey, at least you didn't go down as far as I did. You, I want all of the doujinshis. <laughs> I'm sure there's already stuff before, but I guess, yeah, to use that particular character design artwork. Yep. Uh, are, uh, <laughs> Kameko Deluxe and Rao Meshi Rambo Rao no Haitoko Gohan, which is Rao's Ralph feasts Ramba Rao's immortal meal. Or, sorry, immoral meal. Which I'm guessing is just going to be a food porn with Ramba Rao. Which, I don't care if much for food porn shows, so, or food porn stuff. So. Yeah, but it's, it, it's Ramba Rao. It's a gourmet manga showing Zeon Ace Ramba Rao tending to the club Eden's nightclub while the staff are away. And eating freely without anyone bothering him. Uh, Sanami Suzuki uh, is supervising the cooking and gourmet portions of the manga, and each chapter will be afterward. Uh, we'll have an afterward by Suzuki com- commenting on the chapter's featured meal. So yeah, food porn. Yeah, but, but you know, but but it's Ramba Raw. I guess it's similar to uh, Amelia family, uh, Emiya's family. That show where technically fate is the draw to it and it just has the food porn in it that that might be the similar case but we'll see i like rambo raw but i don't know if they like them that much <laughs> <laughs> but i do want office worker Haman karn though that definitely like that character sign some other really cool news. Season 3 of Thunderbolt Fantasy is set to premiere April 2021. So we have a season at least now. <laughs> so I'm super excited for that. I, the Thunderbolt Fantasy is like one of those I don't know why I love this so much. Oh, that that's right. The creator and the music is top notch. Directing's top notch. But it's a puppet show. But I love it. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if Jinro Bucci's still working on this. Um, I I was wondering the same thing when I when I seen the when I was reading through ahead of time earlier. It's like I wonder if he's still in charge of it. I mean, he is not letting the puppet thing go at all. If he's still pushing this this story or still writing this. Yeah, they they on this article they specifically mentioned that he is listed as the first seasons uh, credited for the first season's original work. And that could make sense because the second season didn't seem to have his flair like the first season did. So it, it, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't, it didn't have the same. It had an awesome ending. Has it a great ending? It it just, it doesn't have, it didn't have, so it's like he probably was over the, the overall, just like he did with, um, the robot sh- uh, story that we were the that I hated the oh, ending no, of zero. because of that one guy. And then see with that one, he was, oh, no, he was credited for the first season, not the second season, if I remember correctly. No, he was he was credited for the first three episodes, and then kind of like he was doing the overall st- uh, direction of the story. Yeah, and yeah, they cre- just filled in. The, he creates the concept of it, and they kind of build off of it with him. Yeah, yeah, and and that that I wonder if that's kind of the way that they're doing with this, where he gets the overall. Uh, concept and then they fill in the gaps yeah like list him as a script and uh he wrote the script and then he serves as a chief supervisor so they probably like consult with him on how to handle things yeah i'm curious about that i'm also curious to see if uh Suwana Hiroyuki will continue with this season as well because 
his music makes all the fights like ten times more amazing. So, yeah, I, I I seem to remember that I was kind of fading. And that was the same thing I had with the first season. The first season I was fading away with the first like half of it, and then it, like just picks up. And similarly with the second season, I seem to remember that I had like this kind of like uh, what are we doing here? And then suddenly out of nowhere, like it just picks up. So, and like I said, the ending was amazing. I love that last fight. It was so cool. But yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out when that comes out. Hopefully Jenner Bucci has a, a solid grip on it still and can keep it working as great as it has been working. I was asking for this so long ago and now I don't know if I want it anymore. <laughs> Crunchyroll has announced that they are partnering with Psy Games to release Princess Connect Redive smartphone game worldwide as part of its Crunchyroll Games brand. They have no release date yet, but um, I know they've already done some kind of soft releases. It's available for pre-order now on Amazon or on Apple, but um, yeah, it's like I wanted it so bad. Now I'm like, I don't know if I have time for it, so I don't want it to come out. (laughs) Uh, You have to like keep up with this stuff to get all the good stuff. And so I don't have the time for it. But uh, it, it, it is yeah. it, that is the biggest frustration. And that's just like we were talking about with uh, with Genshin Impact. I would love to sink a ton of time into it, but I just I don't have it. I, if I, I would end up letting something else go and I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, and the chances of, as much as I would love to play Princess Connect, there's no way I I, I I'm barely sticking with Genshin or uh uh, crossing void right now. Um, I I do it almost as I'm. I've, it's already gone to obligation status right now, and oh I my hate gosh, the that... Christmas events. Terrible. All those no the Christmas. Dude. It's not. I I had to. Um, I had to write everybody out. Yeah, exactly. And so that like I knew exactly who. Yeah, I, I basically made a miniature spreadsheet and and wrote out everybody and who's going to what section. Luckily, um, I had enough to kind of kick up a couple of other characters into, you know, uh, star six star status, but none of their none of their skills are leveled up. So, I so I'm just barely passing a lot of those uh, uh, quests, especially when I move around the impression weapons from character to character. So, yeah, that was my frustration. The only I was like some of them that had. If you have all the characters, you technically had to do like one of the maps 200 times because you couldn't fit every... It was seven total characters yep. that had to do this one map 100 times. And that's, you could only have six it, in your party. Yeah, it, that one is uh, Flower flower Cabin and, and Snow Cabin or... Yeah. One of them. Yeah, it's it, it, it it's irritating as all snot. <laughs> all snot. But, but, it, but it, it, it's not as bad as... It, it initially looked. Um, the only thing that I don't know how I'm going to do is the um, the dispatch. Dispatch it irritates the crap out of me. Oh yeah, you have to get one that has like everybody can join it. Otherwise, it's like impossible to find it. See, my other frustration is I I, I do love a lot of the main characters in Princess Re- uh, Connect Redive, and I don't know if the writing is good as the anime was. I know that the Konosuba director worked on the anime so i'm not sure if it has as good of writing in the game but the other frustration is that i know that the moment that the re-zero collab hits i'm gonna want to play it anyways so i don't know if i should start it now 
Oh, that's so frustrating. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know how long this game will last. And that's the other frustration is I I don't see Princess Connector. If if Magia Record didn't last, re- zero, or Princess Connector Redive is not going to last. I just don't. I mean, I, I guess technically the Don Machi game's still going, isn't it? Or do you know? I have no idea. I mean, I haven't been keeping up on it, so I don't. I don't specifically know, but yeah, I don't know. If if, if Anaplex America was okay with cutting off Magia, I don't doubt Princess Connect will get cut too eventually. I just don't see it having it. If Magia Record didn't have enough of a fandom to keep it going, Princess Connect's not going to. I don't even know why. Don Machi's still going, honestly. I guess they do technically have a lot of characters in that show that are have a lot of staying power, but... Yeah. And that's the only other thing that keeps me from doing it. Like, I, I'm fine with investing in things like Fake Grand Order. Even that one is, is a question mark now, but... Uh, and... Genshin is... I just is, see is, them being is, lasting is. games. It's very difficult to invest in games that you don't see being lasting games. That's the second time you've mentioned Fate Grand Order. Is is are you going to tell me that Fate Grand Order has reached obligation status for you? Oh yeah, it. it, it I I talked about that last episode. I literally just log oh, in and get my Andy. daily stuff, and I'm too much. Of my time's in the to Genshin, and I don't. Well, I, I, kinda, I think I mentioned that to you as well, is like I'm looking at the list of characters in the future, and it's like there's only like three characters that have been released in Japan that I even care about getting at this point. It's mm. uh, the Tama character, which is um, I forget, the bird girl. I don't want you to remind me that that character is coming, okay? <laughs> Stop. Literally right around the corner, too. Like, I think she's the New Year's one. The less I have to think about that, the, the better. Oh. I'm, I, I, I'll I send have you my a screenshot clean. if I See, get I have, I have Klee. I have Klee. Well, that, that's the other thing is like I don't really see myself ever putting money into Fake Grand Order again. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see myself spending on it anymore. Especially like even though I have my frustrations with the drop rates in Genshin, at least there is a guarantee that within 180 pulls you will get a character banner character. Because I never get it in the first 90, I will get it in the second 90. But you at least get a guarantee with Fake Grand Order. You literally have zero guarantee. Did I tell you I I almost have a, a complete constellation uh, razor? I still have not gotten the fire girl. It makes me mad. <laughs> Jung Ling, uh, the guitar oh, fire the new girl. One, uh, Z- Z- was it Zang Ling? I forget her name. Z- Zang Ying. Z- Z- Zang Ying. That sounds right. I've been I've been raising her. And I don't even know her freaking name. Is. <laughs> She's so new. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I picked her up. I, I'm building her up because I don't have Diluc. And I, I really do want kind of like a, a similar thing of Diluc, so. Yeah, I just wanted a, a don't full ever, team don't, of the did you check out Claymore. Her, did you check out her huh? English character or her English voice acting trailer? No, I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. She she sounds like a country singer, and she's like, "Hey guys, we're gonna go out here and do some rock." And I'm like, "What the? She sounds like a country girl. Why is she singing rock?" Oh my gosh, I was like, no offense to the actresses. I mean, it's just, I'm like I said, usually it's, it comes down to directing, and she's probably she's probably. Terrible. 
They probably she probably has a um what is that the Con, um, yeah she probably has yeah, a dialect to conj- it yeah and for whatever reason they seem to think Kansai dialect means, means country. country bumpkin yeah and so it has so, to be uh, Texas <laughs> yeah so Hard Texas rock, obviously so Texas oh my gosh <laughs> what was the other one that blew me away that was another one that was like holy crap. Uh, a lot of people joke about the fact that for some reason Chi-Chi's English voice actor in Genshin Impact, she moans a lot, which is kind of odd to have, like, the thing that makes you question the whole, you know, underage girl thing is the dubbers, when the original one doesn't have that aspect to it. I I, I, I will say this. I When when we were playing the other night and, and you, had, you were on Chi-Chi, I was sitting there just uh, playing and it's like... I really, really want Chi Chi right now because she has got that, um, that, uh, uh, Kudere, uh, voicing. And oh, it's, yeah. and, and that's a character that, a character type that I really like. I, I already liked her when I first met her and I could tell that she was going to be a character that I liked. But yeah, hearing her play and, and her, her uh her voice actress just sells that type of character. And it was like, oh, I hate that's that right. I don't have Playing her along yet. with you. Uh- yeah, that's all right. Playing, playing along with you makes me want to raise Diana more because she's just so freaking cute. Like, we're sitting there fighting something and I'm just <laughs> hearing, like, this nyan and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, she's so cute. I want to raise her, finish raising her. I still got to, <laughs> I still got to finish her talent. She has a, she, I, I gave her a rust, even though I know that's not good because she should be more focused on support and healing. But everything can kill. So why not build everything attack? But yeah. Yeah, I think she's, she's supposed to be. I think she's supposed to have a stringless. Uh no, she's got to have a Favinus. Favinus Warbo. Oh, Favonius. Yeah, I. I mean, technically, to build her properly, I think she would be more focused on probably energy recharge and on her weapon, and then I think it was HP she's built off of for healing. But I think with most things like that, it's like you could technically probably just build on attack and have that extra boost of damage while just letting... Or is her shields based off of HP too? That would be the question. Because I'd want to probably build her her stats on her shield. But yeah. That's the pain of some some of the characters you just wanted to be just main attackers. Like... Yeah, technically Fischl, most people say you don't build Fischl to be a main attacker, you build her for support, but it's like... Well, screw that. She's a machine gun that kills everything. I want to build her attack. Yeah. At least until I finish building up child and uh, finish my artifacts on it. It's like getting fire attack artifacts on from that dungeon sucks. I always get resistant stuff. It's a pain. Anyways, the news. <laughs> we keep getting sidetracked because we haven't talked in like so long. We're never going to get through all this news. Uh, let's see if I'm gonna butcher this name. Kyo Kyoku Shinka Shita Full Dive RPG ga Genjutsu Yorimo Kusogi Datara gets anime adaptation to premiere in April. <laughs> the English title is "What if the ultimate in What if the ultimate in fully immersive VR RPGs." 
was a crappier game than reality itself. Uh, and apparently this is from the creator, the author of Cautious Hero. So those that are a fan of that one, uh, another reason to kind of be excited for this getting an adaptation. I I had my issues with Cautious Hero. Well, no, I, no, Cautious Hero is great. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of a different one. When you were thinking of it. The, the sumo the, one. The, I was thinking of the sumo yeah. one that was based off the kind of sumo person. Because that was on like the same season. And for some reason, now it's kind of blurring in my head. No, Kasha's Hero is fantastic, so... That's that's super exciting. I've actually not looked into this at all, but... Um, stories follows a dull high school student named Hiro Yuki. A double pun on hero and heroism in Japanese. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, when he is tricked into joining a full-dive, fully immersive VR role-playing game. The game uh, Kiwami Quest literally meaning ultimate quest is promoted as more real than reality with mind blowing graphics, immersive NPC behavior, and even the scent of foliage and the sensation of wind blowing against your skin. Unfortunately, the game is already a virtual ghost town after being flooded with player complaints that the game is a little too realistic for its own good its quests are nearly impossible to clear since the uh, since players have to be as physically fit to complete them as they would in real life. Players feel actual pain when they get hit, and puncture wounds takes days to heal. The only reward is a mere sense of accomplishment. Uh, it is the is to complete the opposite of the casual pick up and play game. But Hero vows to beat the most realistic and most stressful game ever. That sounds great. So you excited for that? Cautious Hero? Yeah. And stuff? Actually, it actually does sound really kind of funny. Yeah. We always joke about the idea that some some slice of life are terrible because they're too they're too real and thus real reality is actually technically boring. So I was kind of getting that vibes getting into it, but it kind of makes more sense reading the synopsis that it's, you know, things that we want in our games, but we don't realize we don't really want in our games. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see a new season of Code Geass series announced for the franchise during the live stream event. Code Geass Z of the Recapture. They also announced a new smartphone game called Code Geass Genesis Recode. I have not been <laughs> I have sadly not been keeping track of Code Geass stuff since the second season, so I know they've done like a movie. I don't know, it seems them. like it seems like a couple of seasons ago they were mentioning something. It might be this that they were talking about. Yeah. Because it, it, it did definitely seem like it was completely out of left field that we were talking about Code Geass again. It was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah, it was about the same time that Funimation did a release of the Blu-ray set that they kind of started announcing like new movies and stuff like that. And I never did, never did get back to watching those. Of course, they were movies at the time and... We never got movies, so that's I. I technically have a reason why not, but I do need to eventually get back into that stuff because I really did enjoy the original series. But cool stuff there. Uh, Game Awards happens. Final Fantasy Remake won Best RPG and Best Score and Music, and that's about all that happened in that Game Awards. So that's all we need to cover there. Oh yeah, and Sephiroth got announced for Smash. I guess that was the other cool announcement at the Game Awards. Oh really? So 
That's cool. What? Another reason to make me want to go buy Smash, even though I don't care for that game at all. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it sucks because Smash Bros, this ultimate version on, on Switch, has gotten so many characters added to it. And it's like, it's hard to ignore anymore. But at the same time, I just don't really have any desire to play it. Ugh. Why can't games that I enjoy a lot get like that much coverage of characters? And it's like, it, it, there's a lot of people kind of speculating that it's like this is something that'll never happen ever again. Like to this guy got so many characters from so many franchises to come to that game, and like he's the only person that could pull that off. It's it's like an impossibility that you would see that happen with any other game. Especially a game that doesn't have a gotcha system, I guess. Let me let me preface it. A game that doesn't have a gotcha system in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But no, I'm definitely excited that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake got an acknowledgement. I'm sad that Ghost of Tsushima didn't get any acknowledgement, but I'm glad that Final Fantasy VII Remake got acknowledgement. And it sucks that Among Us won over Genshin Impact because... Nobody plays Among Us mobile. Like, the only reason Among Us won best mobile game is because it's Among Us. And people wanted to acknowledge it this year. Even though it came out two years ago, the mobile version released this year. Nobody's playing the mobile version. So it kind of sucks that Genshin Impact got snuffed it's, there. It's 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 practically a meme. It, it, and that's the... the it, it just went viral. It's all it is. It's, 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 it's no different than, I mean, from what I gather, because I haven't played it, to be fair, okay? It looks like a, a different version of the um, Mafia game, the, um, the werewolf game. It's, yeah. it's like, that's, that's all it seems like to me. I, I, I who's don't. Who's the mole? Yeah, who's the mole? And, and everybody's, of course, it's going to get exciting when because it's a until it the the fandom gets toxic and then everybody's going to dump it just like everybody. Oh, it's already got rid of Salem. It. It's, I, like, I, it's like Fall so, Guys was huge for like a month and then it died away because Among Us got popular. And now I barely see people play Among Us that I watch on stream. Yeah. So and, it's like, why why give it if it's if it's just a viral game? Why give it the uh, the game of the year or whatever? That's that's like, the funny thing is like, why is Among Us? Why was Among Us successful? It's because a bunch of people watched popular streamers play it. It's not that they're playing it; it's just these popular streamers were playing it, and people enjoyed watching those popular streamers play it. That's not a great game, <laughs> like. Like how many of the how many people actually played Among Us and enjoyed it and are still enjoying it at this point? It was never successful when it released two years ago. It's only successful now because popular streamers played it and people enjoyed watching those popular streamers play it. And now they're no longer playing it. So why would you give it an award? It's not going to have any staying power whatsoever. I mean. It's it's a cool it's a cool concept in the game and even though it it couldn't stand these popular streamers playing it for a while because it was the servers weren't even ready for it to be even popular. I am I am very well, even you know I well, I congratulate the company the, the like three people that made it <laughs> because suddenly out of nowhere they they've paid off their debts and then some at this point. But well even yeah. even even town of Salem which is is basically like I was saying the werewolf the um the witch hunts and all that stuff it's all the same game it's just just a different version of the same game 
even that one was fun. The problem is, is once the once the toxicity starts to seep in, it stops being fun. And that's, and that's what I was running into when I was watching people play it, uh, even later into it. It's like, you either have somebody that just gets way too serious into it and gets just really toxic about it. Like, why the f- did you guys vote this person out? You're all idiots. And it just it's it, it's funness just depletes really quickly. <laughs> like it's and, and it's then just there's one of those the ones that you just the have that kind of toxicity in the conversation. Yeah, and then there's the trolls who sit there and just do stuff just to just to cause cause the entire chat to go stupid. And then there's the the it it, it there's just so many things that can go wrong in in those things. It's 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 annoying. Yeah. We need to do our best of games sometime soon, too, of this year. Because we actually played a lot of games this year. At least I did. (laughs) I actually played games this year. Not too many, but I played a couple. Yeah. Like four or five, at least, big console games. So. I really need to hurry up and finish my Finish, uh, uh... That Tra- game. Trials of Mana. We keep forgetting the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quickly, we have licenses. Seven Seas has, has uh, licensed Lupin, the greatest hits, heist manga, greatest heist manga, uh, Seaside Stranger, Great Pretender, The Invincible Shovel manga, Mars Red, Chronicles of Aristocrat Reborn, Another World, My Wife Has No Emotions, Trapped in a Dating Sim World of Atome Games is Tough for Mob Manga. The Dangers in My Heart, Bloom Into You Anthology, uh, Pompo the Cinephile, uh, Kageki Shoujo, The Haunted Bookstore Light Novel, uh, Reborn as a Space Mercenary, I Woke Up Pilot in the Strongest Starship Light Novel, uh, Reincarnated as a Dragon Hatchling Light Novel, Accomplishments of Duke's Daughter Light Novel, Monster Mizume, Monster Girls on the Job Light Novel, The Stranger, The Strange Adventure of Broke Mercenary Light Novel, Hello World novel and manga. Uh, Ghost Ship got Call Girl another world manga. Booty Royale never go down without a fight manga. Devilish Darlings Portal Fantasy manga. Uh, manga Diary of a Male Porn Star manga. Kondacha got Harem Marriage A Couple of Cuckoos. Uh, Will It Be the World or Her? My unique skill makes me OP even at level 1. My dearest self with malice aforethought. Boss wife, a girl and her guard dog. And how do you do Koha- uh, How do you do Koharu? Blah. What a the wife sat The wife with no emotion sounds interesting. That one uh, seems to be about a uh, dude who... Um, buys a robot to do his house chores and then makes a joke about um, marrying her and she she takes him serious and so they start effectively dating and it mentions uh, but can a human and a robot ever have an equal loving relationship so that'd be interesting to see um, if it actually kind of delves into the concept of relationship with robots so That'll be an that that might be an interesting one, unless they just turn it into a comedy and be done with it, which that can happen too. Yeah, the harem marriage was the one that I was talking about earlier, being like the polygamous 
podcast episode. <laughs> the man mm-hmm. Koharu loves, uh, or the man Koharu loved wasn't cheating on her. He was cheating on his wife with her. And not only that, he had, he was the third guy to do the so in a row. Dejected, she leaves Tokyo for her hometown and rejects a future of love and marriage for a simpler life. But things have changed. Her parents are struggling. The cafe they ran was closed. And a creepy man keeps following her around. She thinks this may be the end, uh, may be it for her until she learns that her hometown has allowed polygamous marriages and she's in that man's sight as a third wife. Mm-hmm. Couple of Kaku look pretty funny. Sixteen year old super studier Nagi Umino, second year student at a uh at the at Academy High School, uh was switched at birth on his way to a dinner to meet his birth parents. He accidentally meets a brash, outspoken Erika Amano, who is determined to make Nagi her fake boyfriend as she never wants to actually marry. But once Nagi makes it to dinner, he finds his parents have decided to resolve the uh, the hospital switch by conveniently having him marry the daughter his uh, the father the daughter his birth parents raised, who turns out to be none other than Erica herself. She looks she looks like the girl from Smile on the Runway. You know the, the one cuckoos. Yeah, yeah, the cuckoos. Couple of cuckoos. Uh, the the world the world will it be the world or her that seems kind of interesting uh, uh if he chooses to confess his feelings the world ends or something like that so <laughs> so wrong <laughs> it is messed up you're gonna lose either way that's a no win <laughs> no win situation that's it for the news we've been running long but I definitely want to get some questions in here. Uh, but yeah, again, we go to talkspear.com. Uh, there's a form link at the top there. You can go there and ask your questions in our anime quest question threads. Send it to us through the contact us button at talkspear.com. Email it to Andrew at All those many ways you guys can get a hold of us. Um, like Jared Scott did said, are there any instances where you have, uh, you preferred the anime adaptation of a series over the source material? Tuck on Titan. I recently found myself <laughs> in the state in this boat with one piece since the newer anime episodes, uh, tends to look cleaner than the manga, so it's easier to follow. Um, dude's been du- dude's been drawing that thing for twenty odd years. I I'm I'm thinking he's probably a little bit tired of drawing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's like um, like I said, Attack on Titan definitely one hundred percent for sure. Uh, they've cleaned out so much fat out of that show. Um, again, Wet Studio did a fantastic job directing that and trimming that fat and putting stuff in places they weren't before, which made the story make a lot more sense. Like they moved an entire backstory segment of one character up so that it made more sense. The storytelling itself, which I think is one of those things where probably the mangaka scene afterwards and said, yeah, you, you should, you should move this up because I didn't put it there originally. And I think it looks better there. Um, <laughs> one punch man, because <laughs> One's artwork wasn't so great, especially early on. Uh, there was another mangaka that wasn't was good at telling stories, but wasn't the best artist early on. I forget who it was. Oh, um, the guy that does uh, um, the Knights of Donia. He's great. He, apparently, his background was architecture, 
So he makes amazing architecture, but his character designs weren't all the greatest, especially early on. And it seems like he, I mean, he's, he's gotten better, but, um, I do prefer the anime adaptation of Nysidonia over the manga, even though I've read the entire manga, uh, especially after I didn't think they would have the ending anime adapt- or adapted. And I think, and I think that Polygon Pictures did a fantastic job, especially with like the the mecha fights and everything like that. Just worked really great, great in a CGI uh, rendering, anyways. So, but the combat sequences and stuff are phenomenal in the anime adaptation. That's the that's the only one I could think of. I mean, reversely, um, a lot of the situations that I run into is, of course, the fact that the source material seems to do a lot better. And I, I think that's mostly because of inner dialogue and stuff. Like, I've already noticed that with Spice and Wolf and stuff, so. Even though I want it, I want it fully adapted, I'll acknowledge it that the source material technically seems to have a lot more to add to the characters. I don't know. I, 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 I tend to appreciate it both for different reasons, so... Yeah, Attack on Titan would be kind of an easy one to to express, but I think that I expressed that when we first ta- uh, talked about it, but it wasn't so much for that. It was more along the lines of the... It was a lot better to see things in motion yeah. um, than uh, mostly because it... it Even though the, the manga did really well at expressing those scenes... Um, the seeing them in motion just kind of captures the essence of the the moments a lot better. So yeah, and that was, was only and that only happened because what studio did it. I, I I could totally see some other studio having handled Attack on Titan and just not doing what they did with it. I mean, the, the first times we seen the PVs for Attack on Titan when it was first coming out, it was jaw dropping. It was like holy crap, what are they doing here? They did a phenomenal job of really selling that 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 air gear. What I forget the name of them, uh, the combat gear they use, and flying through the city like Spider Man. It was like holy crap! This is like Spider Man animated, and it looks phenomenal. So it is probably there is a, them. There is an essence of sometimes it. There's because I usually tend to like. Um, I actually tend to like um, original. Uh, source materials most of the time um, because it there's there's a difference between um, what's the term the way your imagination kind of fills in the blanks when uh, and then when you actually see the completed product it's never quite the way you want it to be yeah you've, you've so expressed it, this a lot when you were talking about certain books getting movies and stuff Right, like Harry Potter and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I definitely see that because I, I, I've, <laughs> admittedly, I've not read a lot of books. I'm not, a, I'm not a book person. I just, I, I get bored quickly. I get tired quickly reading. Um, and I'm trying to get more into it, like getting into the Spice Wolf series and stuff like that. Uh, but in the few books that I've actually read all the way through, that I've actually gotten a, a like some kind of film, uh, screen or something like that. Yeah, like, uh, for example, the, what was it called? The the Holes? I think that was the book. The, the, yeah, the, the movie was terrible in comparison. And again, I think that was more because I was imagining, like, these these fields and stuff being different in my mind when I was reading the book. And then when I seen the movie, and I'm like, this isn't what I was... This wasn't, wasn't what I was imagining from what the story was telling me. 
And I think that is a lot to do with the fact that you're you're having to fill in those blanks and stuff to, that the story doesn't specifically describe. And I think that's probably more it's probably going to be more so of a case with something like a light novel because light novels aren't very descriptive heavy. And that's why I think I enjoy yeah. light novels is they don't they don't have to explain what's every detail that's in a room. They kind of just say this is a room and there's the, here's the big objects. They walked into it. Yeah, and that and the, the the funny thing is is I that's like with the the slave heron. I I do one of the things is the translation for that that story hasn't been kind of the best. So it'll be interesting to see if um how that that works when it comes out in its completed form. See because of the fact that it's like um that's like uh, Monokatari. Um, that one, I would venture a guess that the anime adaptation to me seems probably a little bit better from just what I've quote unquote read. I I do audiobook. I I did the audiobook for that. So, and that one, I'm kind of mixed on its how that one turned out. So I would venture to say I probably lean towards the anime adaptation over well, the original the, source the material reason, on that. Yeah, I want to agree with you there. And I'm on the same boat where I've only actually technically listened to the Keys of Atari and I've gotten the other ones, but I haven't gotten a chance to get around to reading them. But I do know that the reason why he is so popular in Japan is because he does so much is- wordplay. And that play, doesn't yeah. translate at all in literal sense. And I think with the anime adaptation, they they put that on the screen as visuals and they mess with this, what's happening around them with visual cues of that wordplay. So I do want to say, and this is again, not, not based on experience reading the actual anything besides Kizu, I'm one of I want to say that I've seen people already kind of confirm that that is a case where they're kind of different in that regard. The English translation of the novels and the actual show. And the only way to fix that problem would be to learn how to read kanji yeah, and pretty much all that stuff, and that ain't happening with me. Sorry. <laughs> I, can, only, I do re- I do good enough to to learn kana. I, I, that's about as far as I've gone. Not only learn it. To read it, but also learn to read it in its manipulation that he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And the wordplay that he uses, which is probably extremely well, confusing in my mind. Yeah. Well, and, and kanji is one of those things that it's almost an art form in itself. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, because kanji is literally, it's it's not like kana where you're, it, it's just letters. And kanji is actual kind of basically little photographs or little drawings. And you you play with the 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 different strokes to make it uh, into different words altogether. Uh-huh. It's it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared so Scott you're, says you're, you're, at, oh, you're at level level uh, college a doctorate to be able to uh, read the kind of stuff that he's probably doing. <laughs> uh, Jared Scott also says similar question for anime movies. Are there movies in anime that you prefer over the show or manga? I also found myself in this boat with Dragon Ball Z, 
but that's likely due to the movies having a faster pace uh, to that than the anime. Um, I don't think I have an example of that. You, I think most had, of my examples are backwards. You liked, um, I think you said you liked... Um, oh, Madoka the, Magica. Uh, Madoka Magica. Yeah. That would be my one example. I, and I'm and I'm 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 about middle of the road on that, mostly because I think that it does trim the fat a bit. Um, so I I can kind of lean towards that. But as outside of that, was there one of the uh, the the newer um, uh, Gundam? What's the new one called? The one that they're redoing the entire series. From Shar's perspective, or something like that. Oh, Origins. They haven't done the actual original series in that, and I don't know if they will. Um, it was mostly just his backstory up until the point that the show starts, or the original show starts. But if they ever did, I think would, I think it'd be phenomenal. Because I, I, I mean, that's that was a problem with those old series. They just drag on, and most of the episodes feel like they, they don't even need to be there. The pacing is very slow, I guess. And that would probably fix a lot of that pacing is having it redone as with their new writing. Or not really new writing, but having the, I guess, a similar style to it with the faster pace and more content to the actual story. Rather than just, we ran to another squad, deploy the Gundams. <laughs> we ran to <laughs> another squad, deploy the Gundams. Oh. No, I... I, I I I didn't watch the movies of the new Dragon Ball. Uh, I'm not sure if you're talking about the super movie Frieza and the Battle of the Gods or whatever. Um, I just watched them on the series, so I'm not sure if the pacing's different between those two. I don't know that I would. I I I kind of like the fat. I hate to say it. <laughs> I like the fat when I really like something, <laughs> and the fat's good. But not not when it's uh, just too slow or nothing there. Because there's only so many times I can watch uh, Mr. Satan uh, try to cover the fact that he's not the hero. <laughs> <laughs> or Saint, uh, uh, say a man. I, I can't stand anymore say a man. I'm sorry. Let's see. Jared Scott says, by the way, a while back, y'all's unboxing vids, uh, one of you mentioned that you kept getting manga with misaligned artwork on the spines or that the publisher icon on the spine was different volume to volume because of reprints. Since you've pointed that out, I flinch every time I look at my set of case clothes and running Kenshin manga. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I hate it. I despise it. And welcome to my pain. Like I'm it's look- one of those. I'm looking up it's right one now. Of those I can things. see my Norgami special has like one eighth or one sixteenth inch higher. The numbers have got one sixteenth inch higher, and it bothers me. I that's one of those things that I kind of appreciate the fact that I'm not that uh, OCD because I I could only imagine how much that would drive me up the wall. Like I was, I was actually really happy that I bought the Berserk manga when I did because I heard that they had changed at some point what they were doing on the spines, and the reprint fixed that. And so when I bought it, they were all pretty much aligned, and that's like 
I knew that would drive me crazy because it's that's forty volumes of possibility of something being off would be devastating. <laughs> I hate that stuff, and that's like when I think about like uh, you know, even even with like in regard to anime Blu-rays and stuff, that's it's an issue there as well. Is it's like if they ever release, well, they did release uh, the you know the Sound of Phonium season two, it's not going to be in the boxes that you bought from Ponycan. If the and when they release the you know season two of of uh, Yuki as a hero, it's not going to be the box of PonyCon. So it's like even when they change companies, it's also a frustrating issue as well because these companies won't do collector editions like they did or whatever. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Or if if I have a season one that's DVD only because it was so long ago, and season two was Blu-ray released. So you have a DVD case sitting next to a Blu-ray case. Drives me crazy. I can't stand it. I'm glad that doesn't bother you, Chris. I'm very glad. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. One of the downsides to not having an OCD type. I'm a collection OCDist. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Jared Scott, for the questions. Uh, Nav Australia sent in a question. It says, Hi, Andrew and Chris. I wasn't able to find the mailbox option on the website. Maybe I'm using it uh, through the phone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I don't, I think you have to hit the navigation button at the top for the menu. And I think it should be in there, the contact us button. But yeah, it's a little differently placed. Um, I've been listening for a couple of years, maybe longer. Thanks for listening for so long. Uh, love the show and positivity you guys bring to anime community. It also changed my way of thinking, too. Oh, I'm glad we're able to change your way of thinking. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. We have the power, Chris, to change how they think. Uh, I also don't waste I prefer my... I prefer you think of your own way, so <laughs> I also don't, don't. Yeah, I also don't waste my time uh, dragging down something. Instead, try to focus on more of my energy on something I like. I think that's a really positive thing. and I don't think it's so much us changing the way you think, but more so, I guess, providing an alternative option of way you can view things. And I think that's a good thing. Um, I'm glad that you, you, you focus on the positivity more because I think that... I think focusing on the positivity is better for you as a person because it doesn't drag you down into something negative and it doesn't fill your life with focusing on negative things. Rather, focus on the positive things in life. I think it's a lot better. And I, and I think for a while, and it, it's kind of similar. It's it's still a thing and it's definitely getting worse in other areas. But I think anime and especially with our community, um, I think people have gotten a lot more positive and I think that's a good thing just so that we can kind of not get stuck in that pit that is unfortunately taking over a lot of things in this world that I try to stay away from because I don't want to be stuck in that negativity, honestly. Yeah, it, it, it is. It This is one of the things that we, I mean, that we were kind of trying to focus on is the fact that this is supposed to be the escape from the yeah. outside world. And stop bringing the outside world into this because if you do that, then there's no escape. You, yeah. you and 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 it it was it was one of those things where we could see the writing on the wall. We were hoping that we could at least shift the fandom away, not necessarily say you can't 
you can't acknowledge that because it's there. You can't get away from it. But if we can focus on the positivity, then that negativity, when it comes into our fandom, it won't really find much of a place here. And that was it was sad because it were when I got back into anime, I think part and I don't remember exactly, but I, I wanna say that part of the reason why I kind of jumped back into anime is because I was getting sick of what was happening in the gaming sphere at the time that I was mm-hmm. playing games and it was getting very political and people were getting super negative and there was bickering back and forth and there was fighting on both sides, left and right, up and down. And I was like, I'm 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 sick of this. I'm gonna go back to anime where I know that that's not a thing there. And, of course, at the time, that was kind of slowly seeping in there. And, like I said, I don't think that it's really technically gotten there. Besides technically, yes, you're going to have a lot of companies that are putting their money into anime making that will get it in there. But I think, for the most part, Japan doesn't care. And they want to focus on just having fun and doing stupid things. And that's always been my escape was getting into that, this is stupid, I love it. (laughs) And that's what I want to get into and that's what I want to focus on. And yeah, they're going to suck at stuff. Some things they're going to. There's going to be a terrible story here and there. There's going to be a character getting killed that you don't want to get killed. There's going to be a, uh, you know, a story that you just don't like. But that's that point when you pivot and just go to something that you enjoy, rather than just kind of getting stuck in that, that that negative feel that some people like to get kind of stuck into. There's there's people that love being negative, and that's fine. But I just don't find that fun i find it more fun to focus on the positive and have fun with that rather than let's make it's, fun it's, of this it's, again i i almost hate to say it this way but it's it's almost cathartic for some people and it's um it release yeah it's 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 like it's like i don't know i because i i i can only assume it's like kicking the donkey while it's down it's like yeah okay you, you're you're beating up on the the poor donkey. It's it's already it's you've already beat it. Uh, how how much more do you want to do it? And it, and that's can you take a break? It's so almost I can watch it real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the ex girlfriend argument. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's the it's the ex girlfriend. Don't kick I mean, my ex girlfriend the donkey. Damn it! What did she ever do to you? I mean, oh, obviously no, ex, she cheated on you. But the I donkey, mean, come on. stop kicking her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nav Australia also said, anyways, I'm just, I just watched Konosuba movie 2019. I haven't laughed. So, I haven't watched that yet. I've, uh, I want to watch it. I haven't laughed so hard in a while from an anime. Any comedy, uh, and comedy and anime is pretty hard to master. Can you please make an episode of your top five comedy anime? Also, can you talk about the Konosuba movie as a whole? Uh, there are so many funny moments. What is your favorite? Thank you so much for your hard work. Love from Melbourne, Australia. We love our Australian listeners. Always, always uh, like upside down, folks. Yeah, the, they they have weird toilets, but everybody we meet from Australia are always <laughs> awesome. So it, it's like I want to move to Australia at some point because it seems like they're always awesome. Uh, peace you need to get nab. some upside down, upside down, backwards to- toilets in, in America. I think it's because the toilets go backwards that it makes them happy. <laughs> Maybe you should make our toilets go backwards and we'll be happy. Well, it's either that or the fact that they live around all those... Toilets go backwards. (laughs) It's either that or because they live around all those those, uh, deadly spiders and and ants and stuff like that. So they they appreciate life, yeah. They appreciate life more. (laughs) 
And the dingoes, you know. The The dangos. The dangos took my baby. That's an old joke inside joke. We used to do a gaming podcast, and there was a, the the other guy on the podcast was Australian, and his big joke that he always say was, "He's a thank God took my baby." So it's a joke from a, an Australian person, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thank God took my baby. He was a hoot. Uh, there was another question. Oh, the the comedy we have done a comedy po- we did a comedy podcast, didn't we? I don't remember. It, very possible. Um, but that that one it, it, that one could be a maybe a pocket episode where we could just do five five comedy anime each and just uh, just say, hey, we I, I love this one and I love this one and you can do five and and toss it up there for a quickie. But other yeah, than I, that, yeah, I mean. So if you need something the, now, the problem with yeah, episode four four forty two was our our anime podcast episode, which we talked basically we basically talked about the concept of comedy and anime, and, I, and we kind of addressed the fact that you're kind of pointing out where it's hard to do good comedy, where it's very subjective, and yeah. also that a lot of anime comedy, a lot of Japanese comedy is based on wordplay and uh, word games and puns. And a lot of that stuff doesn't translate well, and that's uh, it's one of the reasons why we like subtitles so much is because when they do subtitles correctly, you can actually hear and notice that. So yeah, there's there's also the I mean they do do a lot of slapstick, which yeah. is probably the I mean because like when you're you're we were talking about um, uh, the parodies are another thing that they do a lot. Um, but you have to have eno- enough knowledge in whatever they're doing the parody on. To, yeah, it's like Hosoki no Retetsu. I mean, you have to know a lot of folklore about that. Of that, the, a lot of their folk tales in order to know what the hell that's going on that with that particular series. Right. And that 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 was the reason why that one didn't work for me. It's like I don't know enough of these that I can really know why this is funny. It's almost I almost want to go back and watch that again just to see if now that we've been effectively seeped in the because we watched that at the very very beginning of the podcast where we had knowledge of it but not enough that 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 we would now where we've had what seven eight years <laughs> that we, of being that we've that we've watched enough of these uh of uh the not to book of friends ish type of shows that have like random spirits showing up <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I guess that would technically be true I don't know. Or at least probably like watch it episodically and really look into what, what each of the ones are. That would probably be a better move, but but no, you have that podcast there if you want to check that out. Um yeah, we might do an updated one version of it. Uh but yeah, the Konosuba movie we have not watched yet. I do really want to watch it. I love Konosuba. Um so I'm sure it's gonna be fantastic. I want more Konosuba. We haven't watched Konosuba in a while. We need more Konosuba. Uh, last one I'll read real quickly here because I know that I'm not going to really need to talk much about it. Uh, Jody wrote in said, just started listening to your show a few weeks ago. What are your thoughts on the Sony and Crunchy- uh, buying Crunchyroll? We've talked about that earlier in this episode. Uh, any speculation hopes of a new developments if Sony owns Crunchyroll and controlling interest in Funimation? Thank you for a great podcast and all the time that you've money you guys spent over... Uh, you put into it over the last decade. Um, thanks so much for the kind words. Like I said, we talked a little bit about this in the beginning of the episode. I was kind of 
thinking that this might have a additional question there, so we technically cover all that stuff, so you're good there. I guess that's I think that's just good for now. You good? You good? Yeah. Alright. This will be interesting to edit. <laughs> I didn't really mention it too much, but yes, we are technically uh, like 2,600 miles apart from each other, so we had to do crazy Discord record on each side kind of thing, so I'll have to splice it all together. Uh, similar to what I did with that guy from Australia, <laughs> we used to have to record with him. Mm-hmm. I had to splice them all together. But uh, hopefully it turns out correctly. Uh, we might sound a little differently because I'm using a preamp rather than going through a soundboard, and hopefully the sound is good. But... Uh, it's good that we got together. We had fun. Uh, a little bit longer than usual because I think we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we haven't been able to tell each other what's been going on lately. So it works as a way for us to get caught up on each other too. But um, yeah, thanks for getting on here, Chris. I can say mm-hmm. that now. <laughs> right. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the special podcast episode. Hopefully we can keep a decently regular schedule recording. I know we we're for sure going to be doing our reviews for... The fall season, we'll do our deliberations, hopefully, have a, a, a day of doing that, and um, looking in the next year. We hope you guys enjoyed, and you'll take care. Oops. Sit up, can